ladies and gentlemen, the championship games are done. AFC, we know who is going to the Super Bowl. But now, what about the Pro Bowl? I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams. Yeah, I'm Roger Sierra. And we were all fucking wrong. <laughs> I had a feeling we would be too. Since um, we all picked the other way around, and of course it had to be the twenty five percent that we didn't pick. Right. Exactly. Well well here well here's the thing. Well, I mean, me and Chip kinda got it half right. I mean Yeah, I didn't get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, but you know what though, games like this though, I mean it, it, they're coin flips anyway, you know, but like I legitimately thought that I legitimately thought that you know, we were going to have the State Farm Bowl uh, for the Super Bowl this year, but apparently that didn't happen. Um, you know, both of you guys were dead ass about Buffalo being that underdog team that's going to be representing the AFC, you know, dethroning the, the defending champs. And you know what? We were all wrong about the outcomes of the Super Bowl prediction, but fuck it. Let's just go ahead and get straight into it. We'll talk about it first. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers, Tampa Bay Wins 31 to 26. And it is the first time that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be in the Super Bowl since 2002. The last time they were in the Super Bowl was against the Oakland Raiders, where they end up where they end up winning their first championship. Uh so I mean, a lot of craziness in this game. What did you guys think of this one? Um I think it's time for the Packers to get rid of Matt LaFleur and that stupid decision he made. Absolutely. And for those of you who don't know what he's talking about, are you talking about the decision to not go forward on fourth down? Not the, the decision not to let Aaron Rodgers win the game for them? Yeah. The uh well, well, don't talk about four minutes left in the fourth quarter and they decided to kick no, I'm sorry, it was two minutes. It was, two it minutes, was, nine seconds left in the fourth quarter. It was fourth down and they decided to to kick it yeah and instead of going ahead and i mean you're in fourth i mean this is four down territory <clears throat> period yeah fourth quarter territory yeah you know and and I, and we was all over at uh chip's house um on sunday um for a little surprise little birthday party with ivan and amy um, but we were actually sitting there watching the game and me and Chip kind of looked at each other and Chip looked mouth. He really kick a field goal. I'm like, he kicked a fucking field goal. So then it, it, the way that our, our brains kind of work, we, we look at each other and be like onside kick. Like we literally looked at each other like onside kick. Like it has to be this weird, tricky fucking onside kick that they're going to do. Because as soon as they lined up, I'm like, this is weird. Like they're lined up in a normal formation, but I see, but you, you see like nine, Tampa Bay players on, you know, coming up ready to like, okay, if they if we need all the bodies we can up here because they're probably fixing to do it. And they just fucking kicked the ball off like it wasn't nothing. Like, did you really honestly believe that Tom Brady and that offense was gonna give you the fucking ball back with less than two minutes left in the game? Seriously? Granted, yeah, you had all three of your timeouts, but so did they. You basically you basically gave them the fucking game when you kick the field goal and then didn't try to go for the onside kick after the fact it's it's insane like my like my only thought process is so all year long you let aaron Rodgers do everything except for right now this is the time you choose to be like no it's in my hands not in his like 
I don't understand the thought process. They were down by um, eight, I believe. Yeah, they were down by eight. So literally just a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Um, like would have tied it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and then it would have gone to this BS overtime, but... Uh, <laughs> but um, you know, at, though, point, at least with a, at least with BS overtime, at least it would have you know, which I don't know. Maybe the Tampa Bay could have stopped them. You know, at least go for the fuck. You think it was one of them situations? And I'm gonna throw this question to both of you. Do you think it was one of them situations where it's like Matt Lafleur is like, nah, fuck you, Aaron. I'm getting the credit for this because my creative genius is gonna show is gonna outweigh your talent or whatever. You know. Because you're getting no. way too much credit, blah, blah, blah. You think that was that case? or No, no. because um, his after the press conference, the, uh, they asked him why he did that. And he's like, well, I figured we'd kick the ball and then um, stop them. Our defense would be able to stop them and we'd get the ball back in good position. Yeah, oh, so where you was was in good position, right? You were right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How like... better position could you have been in? And, and, dude, first of all, you had all three of your timeouts. You didn't – it wasn't even the two-point uh, – two-point, I'm sorry. You didn't even have the two-minute warning yet. No, you so could technically you had four timeouts. Yeah. Technically, you had four timeouts. If you include the two-minute warning, yeah, technically you had four timeouts. You could have easily – you didn't even You didn't even have to go for the – Could they? did they have to make a touchdown or could they get a first down? No, they had to make a touchdown. Okay. Yeah. At least – Okay, then I re- I retract my statement about the t- about the timeouts because I was I for whatever reason thought that he that they could make a first down and then have a whole new set of downs and that would have been a different story, but I mean, damn, you were so close and you could have. Do you know what it reminds me of? And I might be wrong for thinking it this way, and please correct me if you guys think I'm wrong. Okay, it's not remind you a little bit of when Pete Carroll said, "You know what, Marshawn Lynch is killing it. Fuck it, we're gonna throw it." Well, the thing is, Marshall Lynch actually wasn't killing it in the, within five yards of the red zone. Um, he was actually had one of the worst records at that point in within five yards. Uh, but yeah, like at that point, I'm just giving him the ball and, and literally everybody's just going to push him in. Because, I mean, why would we risk it at that point? Right. Right. Meanwhile, but this knucklehead decides, you know what? I'm not going to risk it. I would rather kick the field goal, play conservative. But here's the thing. That is not the time to rest on your laurels. That's not a time to play conservative. This is the time where you have to go for it all. You know, if you make it, hell yeah, you win the game. But if you don't make it and the game's over, guess what? (laughs) Yeah, At least you tried. Yeah, at least you tried. And who knows? You could have probably made a stop and maybe gotten another chance, but you will never know. We will never know. We will never know. Um, well, Lafleur in that um, interview also, they were asked him, like he said, um, they had gotten the ball twice in the fourth quarter and got three now. Um, and he's just like, well, we just couldn't do it. We didn't take advantage, blah, blah, blah. So at that point, I guess on the third chance, he's just like, oh, we're not going to do it again. Nah, bro. We like you this is this is what you're literally living your life for to make that big play opportunity at the very last second this is where you're like okay my quarterback can do this i mean i i i don't i can understand statistically that yeah you weren't doing good at that point on third and fourth downs but this is the championship game like this is your chance to go to the super bowl 
why would you do something that stupid? Yeah. Two years in a row, they ended up in the NFC Championship game, and they've lost both games. And it's not like stupid coaching decisions. And it's not like Tampa Bay was doing phenomenal. Fucking no. Brady threw three interceptions. Yeah. They scored off a of two. Yeah, of them. Brady threw three interceptions, but it, I mean, two of those weren't clear. I mean, they were tipped. Right. I mean, they counted as interceptions, but yes. Right. But and, and two of those were converted. I mean, they brought them back from twenty-eight to ten to twenty-eight and twenty-three, which means they missed a uh, extra point, which is also another issue there. Yeah. Right. Like. No, like, I, I, this is the literally when you're in everything that you know in any sports, doesn't matter what sport it is, was the game on the line, you let your star player take over. Yes. You think yeah. Phil Jackson ever told Michael Jordan or Kobe not to take that shot? Oh, hell no. Go nope. get it. Go take that shot. Go get it. You think you think Greg Popovich on the sidelines telling uh, Manu Ginobili not to take the shot? Tony Parker not to take the shot? Come on, man. No, like, I mean, well, I mean to get Duncan out that. post or get Kawhi. <laughs> well, uh, even at that, I mean, do you you think Andy Reid is saying telling Patrick Mahomes, "Hey, hey, man, I, I I know you're the young dynamic quarterback, and you've been making these wonderful, amazing plays all year long, but uh, man, don't do it this time." Yeah, really. We're, we're actually going to sit you down, put Chad Henney in, you know. Yeah, like no, it's yeah. it's. Oh my gosh, I just don't understand. Like, yeah. like you think you think Tampa Bay was telling Tom Brady not to throw the ball? Even no. after three interceptions, no. <laughs> like, but, but, but here's the thing, though. Like, I mean, as much as I mean, God, Tom Brady and the fucking new and almost the New England Patriots. Jesus Christ, this is how crazy it is. Tom Brady's going back to a Super Bowl. And he's doing it without the New England Patriots, without Bill Belichick, without that vaunted defense that he that he had. He's going as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. This will be his tenth time in the Super Bowl. Tenth. It it, it blows my mind that one individual as a quarterback. Granted, I mean, granted, he's he's played for twenty years. But in 20 of those years, 50% of those seasons that you played have been playing for championships. That is unfucking heard of in any sport. Like, the closest thing to that I can think of in terms of, like, other sports, I mean, you would say LeBron James because he's been to 10 NBA False. finals. False. Bill Russell. Well, okay, Bill Russell, yeah. yeah 11 and 13 years. Yeah. And somehow he's not in the goat debate, but we'll talk about that later. Um, you know, but 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 that's what but that's what I'm saying though. Like, and there's still people that don't. And listen, I know I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, die hard, love the Dolphins, and I fucking hate the New England Patriots because they always fucking won. He's the reason why the why they won most of the time. Now, granted, the early years of his uh, time in New England, he had some pit bulls on that defense. He had the Teddy Brewskis. He had the Ty Laws, the Troy Vincents, the fucking um, Willie McGinnises and the Richard Seymours. Like, he had those guys. He had the Rodney Harrison and guys like, say what? Vince Wilford. Oh, Vince Wilford. Oh, hell yeah. Um, You know, later on, he had guys, you know, also defensive players who, you know, stepped up and did their thing on defense from that end. You know, he had 
the fucking um he had dante hightower and he had stefan gilmore and, t- and you know players like that you know but also at the same time he had gronk you know so he had a the, the, probably at that time probably one of the better tight ends in the game um so i mean yeah i mean it just it blows my mind that tom brady says where everybody was like oh yeah, he's washed up he's he's gonna fall off a cliff he's not gonna be the be- he's not the best quarterback he's not the goat he ain't he's, he's not this he ain't that and tom brady's like <laughs> fuck you watch this and I see my sister posted something in our little uh, little uh, game chat um, the other uh, earlier today, where she's like, "It's as if Tom Brady just walked up to some random ass team and said, hey, you guys want to come to the Super Bowl?'" Because <laughs> that's pretty much exactly what happened. Nobody expected the Tampa of, of all teams, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who last year were like a seven and nine team, whose quarterback was fucking Jameis Winston, who had the thirty for thirty special, and now. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the fucking Super Bowl. And the only change, the only real legitimate change that they made, significant change that they made, is at the quarterback position. I'm sorry. And this goes against everything that I believe in as a Miami Dolphins fan, but how do you not say that at this point, Tom Brady isn't at least in the discussion of being the GOAT at quarterback? You know? We can debate Montana, Brady. We can debate Dan Marino, all these. But you can't argue with six times being in the dance and winning the majority of those games. You, you can't argue with that. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> I mean, no, I agree. I hate I agree saying it, but it, it's the truth. I mean, no, I, I, can't I, mean be, I can't be blind to it. I mean, the only time this man loses is when there's a man in on the other side. So <laughs> Right. Um, or a or a um, or a uh, or a second or a, or or what? Wait, who was it? Big Dick Nick? Is that what Chip's uh, nickname for him? Big Dick Nick. Yep. Big Dick Nick. <laughs> I mean, the Brady Killer. <laughs> the Brady Killer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we we act like the Bucks were trash last year. We literally were saying all they need is a quarterback and they'll be good. And what happened? They got the quarterback. They got a quarterback. They're going to the Super Bowl. Mr. 30 for 30. 30 for 30, yeah. But the thing about he, it, though. He like, thinks he's going he he to replace Drew Brees. My man. But now think about it. Like, think about if last year, this like this would have been last year with Brady on the team last year, and Mike Evans wasn't hurt, and Chris Godwin didn't get hurt either. Like, would they be going into a perfect season? It's very possible. Yeah. I mean, they still they still won games with trash ass Winston, and when Brady just comes in and those guys are hurt, they still win a game. So I mean, they what they're eleven right. five. Like, it, it's crazy, man. It, it's crazy. I mean, at some point, at some point, people are just gonna have to be like, "Yo, man, this dude." I mean, I would always. Here's my theory, and, and we'll get into that. We'll get into like Super Bowl picks later on in the week or whatever. But if Tom Brady wins another Super Bowl, bro, I mean, come on. That's seven championships. No other human being has ever won seven Super Bowls at any position. Also, that is the first time heard of. Isn't this the first time that a team is hosting a Super Bowl? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there – hold on. If I'm not mistaken, is there anybody that has – more Super Bowl wins than I think. Think Charles Haley has six championships. Um, 
he played with San Francisco and he played with Dallas. Uh, and somebody else, there's somebody else that has six championships, but I can't remember off the top of my head who it is. I know it's, I know Tom Brady, uh, Charles Haley, and somebody else. I can't remember who the other person is. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, Char- Charles Haley is five. Five, okay. Uh, I, thought I thought he had six. Uh, Tom Brady's the most in history when he's at six. Um, so, yeah, Haley's five. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. 49ers Cowboys over 13 years. Um, let me see. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the next one. I mean, so, yeah, nobody's. Yeah, so he's got already <laughs> the most winningest quarterback or a w- most winning is player. Yeah, just hands down player. Yeah. Oh wow. Well probably Tom Brady at six, Charles Haley at five, Ted Hendricks, uh Marv Fleming, yeah, Matt Millen, uh Bill Romanowski, Adam Vinatieri, Joe Montana. <laughs> Vinatieri's the one that won those four for him. Three uh, at least one three of them. Three, yeah. You know, there's a ton of people tied with four. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna go through the whole list. Right. I mean, I'm trying to look at some key one. Ronnie Lott has four. Joe Green, Terry Bradshaw, Franco Harris. Oh, that's all. Lynn Swan. It's all that same group. Yeah. Man, Lynn Swan's so underrated. Yeah. Where would you uh, rank him in your top like top wide receivers of all time, though? I put him in. Put him in top, top ten. Top fifteen at least. I'd have, have, yeah, have to go through and pinpoint, but it, if I say top fifteen, he's probably like twelve. So he's not like Roy outside. Like he's not the bottom. He's like right there. Right. Right. Me and Chip were having this conversation, um, like in terms of like players that are like the best at their position, and um, they always say like. You know, when you talk about who the, who's the greatest football player that ever played the game, everybody immediately says, oh, Jerry Rice. And it's because the gap between his greatness and every other wide receiver is, like, almost incomprehensible. Like, you can debate uh, Brady, Montana. You know, you can debate Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Emmitt Smith. You know, you can debate. Can you I, debate that one, though? I mean... Running back's not the, I mean, <laughs> for the short amount of time, like, like Walter Payton was, is so, is like beyond dominant though. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I don't know if Barry Sanders hadn't got his career cut short. I mean, he could have been just as dominant. You mean Bo Jackson? And you got to give, oh, hey, Bo, hey, Bo too. You can throw Bo <laughs> Jackson too. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But that's, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. We can have a debate at a lot of different positions but when it comes to wide receiver, and this is just my opinion, when it comes to wide receiver, I don't believe there's a debate. Jerry Rice is the greatest wide receiver that ever played the game. Now, did having Joe Montana as his quarterback help? Oh, you better believe it did. He also had Steve Young. He also had Steve Young, but he also had this thing called uh, yards after catch. And also, who did he have with the? Who did he have at the Raiders? Who was his quarterback at that time? Rich Gannon. Yeah. So oh, Rich, oh Rich oh, Gannon. Gannon. he's not a head coach somewhere to be honest with you and so if we're talking about running backs bleacherreport.com oh great (laughs) (laughs) already he discredits it (laughs) well here's how they have it listed Walter Payton at one 
Okay. Emmett Smith at two. Mm. Jim Brown at three. Barry Sanders at four. Adrian Peterson at five. No. No. Eric Dickerson at six. Marshall Falk at seven. Tony Dorsett at eight. Franco Harris at nine. And LaDainian Tomlinson at ten. With uh, Thurman Thomas, O.J. Simpson, Gail Sayers, Earl Campbell, Marcus Allen as honorable mentions. Marcus Allen as an honorable mention. Get the man. Throw the whole Bleacher Report away. Where the f- <laughs> wait? Wait. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Where the fuck's Terrell Davis? Is Terrell Davis not? Not on this fucking list. Dude, Terrell Davis is one of the best running backs. Yeah, he only played for seven seasons. Oh, I'm sorry. You're not a Hall of Famer because Colin Cowherd said you was. Let's mm. I mean, no. That, that shit pissed uh, me off. I'll just be honest. Where, that shit pissed me off. Where's Brian Westbrook? I, I, I said. Now, I know I know uh, you said Bleacher Report. I know, but yeah. that made me think of what Colin Cowherd said earlier this week. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, NFL.com. Top twenty-five. I Top won't twenty-five. Give you... Okay. Yep. Let's. Uh, we'll start with one and work our way up. One, Jim Brown. Okay. Two, Walter Payton. Three, Gail Sayers. Four, Bo Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> really? Five, Ladanian Tomlinson. Six, Eric Dickerson. Seven, Barry Sanders. Eight, uh, Earl Campbell. Nine, Tony Dorsett. Ten, uh, O.J. Simpson. Wait, wait, Emmitt Smith's not even in the top ten, really? Uh, this is from NFL.com. Oh my God. But you okay. got to remember, they also put LT over Barry Sanders. Yeah, Emmitt Smith would be at 11. What the man? Oh, my God. Marshall Falk at 12. Uh, Curtis Martin at 13. Curtis Martin, Curtis really? Martin? Adrian Peterson at 14. Why? Get him. He's not a top 20. John Henry Johnson at 15. Who? Who? John Henry Johnson. He was. Uh, he played for the 49ers uh, from 54 to 56. The uh, Detroit Lions from 57 to 59. The Steelers from 60 to 65. And the Oilers in 66. He's a two-time NFL champion. Uh, vo- voted to four Pro Bowls. 6,803 career rushing yards. 48 career rushing touchdowns. And enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I mean, that's also the time where you had to have a jo- another job when you played football. <laughs> right. Uh, 16 would be Thurman Thomas. Okay. 17, Jerome Bettis. The bus. Bus. Yep. Uh, 18, John Riggins. 19, yeah. Terrell Davis. Man, it shouldn't be that low, but okay. At least he's in the top 20. At least he's in the top 20. Okay, I'll give 20, you 20, Marion Motley. Uh, if you don't know who that is, he played for the Cleveland Browns from 46 to 53 and then played for the Steelers in 55. I remember he's him playing for the Steelers. Yeah, he's a one-time NFL champion. Uh, first team all pro twice 
led the league in rushing yards in 1950, but I think you only had to have like 10 yards back then. <laughs> yeah, because they they passed the ball all day, every day, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, he, he only has 4,720 career rushing yards with 31 career rushing touchdowns and seven career receiving touchdowns. As and, he's in the, and he's in the top 25? Are you serious? Yep. There's some second string players that have better stats than that. Exactly. No. 21, Marcus Allen. Why so low? Really? I, I didn't make this list. I this know. I know. I know. But you're the messenger. Not. We got to kill you. This is not this is not an attack at you. We're not shooting the messenger. We're just <laughs> 22 Talon, you'll you'll know who this is. Miami Dolphin. He played for the Miami Dolphins from 68 to 74. Two-time Super Bowl champion, one-time Super Bowl MVP, voted to five Pro Bowls, first team All-Pro three times, 8081 career rushing yards, 64 career rushing touchdowns. He is enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Be Larry, Zonka, be, Larry, be Larry Zonka, right? That's correct. Yep. At 22. Man. Hey, but you, know, but you know what, though? Like, you know, I think at his position, though, I mean, like, I mean, back in 72, I mean, there were some defenses, I think, were a whole lot more hellacious back in the 70s and the 80s than they are in today's, you know, NFL. So, I mean, because, yeah, because back then, they didn't know – you know how in today's you pass gas in the wrong direction, they throw a penalty flag. You know now it, oh, man, it was clotheslining people out of helmets and, and better. It was like, it, it was NFL blitz for real back in the seventies, and fucking yeah. Zonka went through that insane time, man. It was crazy. You know, I actually went back and watched like some old like this was years ago. I went back and watched like some old real footage and shit. It's like grainy and it's like. You know, everyone's ugly. And then I realized he ended up turning out the he, he ended up uh being a co host of uh the first couple of seasons of American Gladiators with Mike Adamley. I was like, Hey <laughs> Mike Adamley. <laughs> That's a name too that we ain't heard yeah. in a while. Uh twenty three Jim Taylor, twenty four Ollie Matson. Mm. Do you guys know who that is? No, no, no. no. All right. Well, here's here's gonna tell you how long ago this was. He played for the Chicago Cardinals. Was it so the thirties, twenties, fifty-two? The Chicago Cardinals from nineteen fifty-two to fifty-eight. Then he went to the L.A. Rams from uh, fifty-nine to sixty-two. The Detroit Lions in sixty-three, and the Philadelphia Eagles from sixty-four to sixty-six. And the Eagles have been around that long. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Um, he was voted to six Pro Bowls, uh, seven first-team All-Pro, uh, traded in 58 for nine players. Wait, what? He had 12,799 <laughs> career all-purpose yards, second only to Jim Brown when he retired. Wow. 5,173 career rushing yards, 40 career rushing touchdowns, 23 career receiving touchdowns, and he is also enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. Yep. Go ahead. I was going to say, and number 25 is Joe Perry. Wow. Do you know who that is? I mean, this goes back even further. He played for the 49ers from 48 to 60, then again in 63. Uh, in between that, he played for the Baltimore Colts from 61 to 62. Is he that crazy legs? Do what? Is that crazy legs? Yep. 
okay, I knew the name, but I was like, man, but when you said he was playing for the Colts, I was like, that's Crazy Legs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I remember him as Crazy Legs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, one-time NFL uh, MVP. They voted to three Pro Bowls, uh, three first-team All-Pro. He led the league in rushing yards twice and rushing touchdowns once. 8,378 career rushing yards, 53 career rushing touchdowns, and he's also enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, well, since we went... NFL.com, I don't know if you take that a little more. I mean, I take it more than freaking yeah. Beach Report, but... Uh, yeah. Jim Brown is a one-time NFL champion, so he's ranked number one. He's a one-time NFL champion, three-time MVP, voted to nine Pro Bowls, eight first-team All-Pros. He led the league in rushing yards eight times and rushing touchdowns five times. He has 12,312 career uh, rushing yards, 106 career rushing touchdowns, 20 receiving touchdowns, and he is a Pro Football Hall of Famer. That's crazy. I, it yeah. still blows my mind that Emmett Smith is still out of the top ten, though. Like, and what's ironic is Walter Payton has better statistics, but they have him ranked second. Yeah, Walter Payton is less like. That's why I said it's not even hard to. That's another one. It's not even hard to really debate that one. No, no. Uh, Walter Payton, one-time Super Bowl champion, one-time NFL MVP, uh, nine times Pro Bowl, seven times First Team All Pro. 16,726 career rushing yards, 110 career rushing touchdowns, 15 receiving touchdowns. Right. And then on top of that, like there was the whole thing, the chase for Walt, the chase for uh, Walter Payton when Emmett was like, it was in his last years in Dallas, you know, I think it was last two years in Dallas. Like he was chasing Walter Payton and everybody was, you know, waiting for him to capture that fucking, you know, you know, most rushing yards, you know, in a career, you know, and he caught it, you know. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think he still is the, the all-time leader in rushing yards, if I'm not mistaken. But, like, who? Emmitt Smith. Emmitt Smith. I think Emmitt Smith is the, because the, there was there was a big deal about, he made a, they made, they made a big deal about him beating, him uh, passing Walter Payton on the all-time list. Yeah, he is. Yeah, 18,355 uh, rushing yards. That's a lot of that's a lot of miles. Yep, he also has and not literally miles, but you know, you get what I'm saying, right? But he also has the uh, most rushing touchdowns with 164. So yeah. nobody has more yards or touchdowns than Emmett Smith. Yeah. But that's why I, that's why it blows my mind that he's not higher up on the list than 11. I mean, with Cardinals, damn. Yeah. What? Emmett Smith played for the Cardinals his last few years in the league. Yeah, his last year, last year in the league. Yeah, but that's but this but but, but that's the thing that. that with all with with all those statistics, he should be at least in the top three. You would think. Um, and, and who do you pull out? Do you pull? I mean, obviously, you're not pulling out Walter Payton. You're not pulling out Barry Sanders. Do you pull out Jim Brown? Do you pull out Gail Sayer? Do you pull out, you know. Barry Sanders wasn't number. He was like number nine. Uh, Barry Sanders was seven. Seven. Like I take LT out of that top ten. You take LT out of the top ten? Yeah. Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah. He was in at like four. He's high. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, high. Yeah. Five. All right. Five. Well, All that's right. ridiculous. 
That's crazy. Right. But let's let let's let's venture let's get back on course here for just a second. So, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl, but who are they going to play against? Well, that's what we're fixing to talk about. The, the Buffalo Bills. That's right, guys. The Buffalo Bills here. You done? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that would have been a cool Cinderella story, but unfortunately, Patrick, my homeboy, as my uncle Shay Shay likes to say. Um, Kansas City Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills 38 to 24. Um, Buffalo started off good, you know, 9 0, uh, not, you know, 9 to 0 in the first quarter. And then Mahomes is like, all right, we're done fucking with him. Let's play. You know, it was just, you know, just, you know, just, just going straight down the end zone, like, like pretty much at will for the whole second quarter. They scored 21 in the second quarter, you know. It's, it's, it's insane, yeah, you know. So here's, here's what's funny. During the postseason, Patrick Mahomes has only thrown four touchdowns. Yeah. The whole yeah, postseason. You remember, during the Super Bowl, he was hot garbage. Yeah. Four. The whole postseason. Yeah, That's because they ran a lot. Uh, Amen, not Damian. Yeah, you know, right. Damian Williams. It was Damian yeah. Williams. I forget they have like four Williams as running backs. But yeah, Damian Williams pretty much did it all for that team. Like, they get within the red zone. Um, him and... Um, I mean, yeah, it was pretty much him. Yeah. Hey, yeah, he hey, hey, time out. Chip, I, I, let me let me ask Roger a question because we never got a chance to ask this question to him last year during the Super Bowl. In oh. your opinion, Roger, who was the Super Bowl MVP of last year? Not Damian Williams. Who actually got it, but who you think should have got it? Damian Williams. Thank you. Thank you. Because we, we talked about it at the beginning of the season. Yeah, we did. Yep. Did we talk about it at the beginning of the season? Man, that yeah, was like man, that was like that was like 19 weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, Damien Damien Williams. I actually had a conversation with this at work, and they're like, somebody's like, well, they gave it to him for some reason because he's the new face. Damien Williams literally kept him in that game because Patrick Mahomes was playing like trash. He was. He his like his stat like he he was what four no he. He was like 47% or something like that, accuracy or whatever, and yeah, they weren't able to contain him. Yeah, but, like, it, it was horrible, like, which baffled me because I really don't see, like, I don't know what it was. Maybe he was just nervous because, you know, he's so young in the Super Bowl or whatever, uh, the right. pressure and everything. But Damian Williams was like, he's like, nah, man, we chill. We've been here every day. Come on, man. And literally yeah. he's running the ball, catching the ball. He's getting them, like, he's getting these chunk yards that they needed just to stay in the game. And... Let's give it to Patrick Mahomes because he threw a touchdown. Yeah, what do you have? One, one touchdown, one rushing, one passing, one rushing, and he threw yeah. that rushing one from Damian Williams after he did. He ran for like thirty-four yards or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's the one thing I, that I can't stand um, when it comes to like game awards. Like that's the one thing that bugs the shit out of me. You know, like cause I, I remember one. I can't remember what it was. A play that happened, and like the wide receiver caught the ball, and he ran like fifty something yards after the catch, you know, all this crazy shit. And they gave the quarterback more love for making the pass. It's like the motherfucker had to run fifty yards over like and had to get by like six people to make the fucking touchdown. How? That's one thing. That's one thing that's always bothered me about football is the quarterback gets the credit for the wide receiver making the play. Yeah, I can right. give you a damn good example of that. Is your and it's your team that did it, 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 that I seen do it a lot. The Denver Broncos did it a shit ton with Peyton Manning. Yeah, no, they did it. no, 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 not with Peyton Manning. Oh, with Tim Tebow, get Tim the Tebow. Tebow. I'll smother that, him. In sleep. That fucking no. 
Like, hey, come on, man. <laughs> Let's not go that far. But no, I like when when he was on my team, dude. Like it was the worst. Everybody was like, yeah. It was like his overall like season like passer rating was like at forty seven percent. Like that man was hot hot garbage, and like he got credit for Demarius Thomas making a play. Also, Eric Decker was there. Shipley was there. He had good receivers. He was just trash. But they also had the number one running game and the number one defense. So yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. And then y'all ran into the buzzsaw that was known as the New England Patriots, and things just we ran into this buzzsaw called Tim Tebow's not good. Right. <laughs> Here's the thing, and and let me ask this question: Do you think? That if somebody actually bought into Tim Tebow, legit like legitimately bought into bought into him, things could have been different. Elway did buy into him. He bought him a quarterback coach to change his form. Yeah, and like he, Elway was all in on Tebow. Yeah. Tebow's just not good. Yeah, and he's also when you come to the NFL, guess what? You ain't that fast. It's not college. You ain't gonna be able to just truck people and run through and run by everybody when you're quarterback. I I gotta be honest. I I, I kind of disagree with that. Because John Fox did not want Tim Tebow. Josh McDaniels wanted Tim Tebow. Josh McDaniels was the one that drafted Tebow. But then when Josh McDaniels left and then we ended up going back to New England, you know, uh, they were like, because hell, here, and here's my theory. You didn't have to start Tim Tebow. You had Brady Quinn. You had Joe Webb or whoever the fuck else was on that team. You could have started those other two players. You did not have to start Tim Tebow. Yes, you do, because that's what the fan attraction was. You still got to make money. So if you're going to if you're going to lose, you got to lose when it make money. And I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Dan Quinn or what? Yeah, that was his name, right? Probably. Uh, you mean the shitty not, quarterback, the shitty uh, coach for the, the Atlanta Falcons this season? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Brady Quinn. Um, Brady Quinn. Oh yeah, he was he's super trash. Yeah, he's not a good quarterback. Joe Webb is a better receiver than a quarterback. So, I mean, of the three, your better option was Tim Tebow, and Tim Tebow was trash. So, I mean, you have levels of trash, and Tim Tebow was at the top of the pile. But not only that, that draft was bad for quarterbacks anyways. Tim Tebow was the best quarterback in that draft. Yeah. I mean, who uh, else? Okay, well, wait, time out. Hold on, what year was that? That was two, That was 2010. That, was, that, that had uh, Sam Bradford... Jimmy Clausen, Colt McCoy. No, 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 not Colt McCoy. I'm sorry. Fuck. Who else was? Who else was in that draft? It was. It was some. It was some big names that came out of that draft. Sam, Sam Bradford, who was broken. Uh, you know that at the time. Let's see. I mean, I'm sorry, but Sam Bradford. Uh, I mean, him and Team Tebow pretty much the same. Demarius Thomas was also drafted that year, and Des Bryant. Yeah. Uh, of uh, let's see, just of the quarterbacks. Let's. Uh... Yeah, just with the quarterbacks. I know Sam Bradford, Tim Tebow, and Jimmy Clausen were all in the same class. Jimmy Clausen, horrible. All right, we had Sam Bradford, Tim Tebow, Jimmy Clausen, Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy, okay. Uh, so it was that class, okay. Mike Kafka. Mike Kafka. Who? John Skelton. John Skelton. Rusty Smith. Dan LeFevre. Joe Webb. Tony Pike. Levi Brown. Sean Campbell, Zach Robinson, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so Tim Tebow was, is, I mean, I mean, Sam Bradford had a couple good years until he got really hurt, but. Okay, so, 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 sorry, so, so, if for whatever reason, let's just 
play the hypothetical here. If they don't start Tim Tebow, how good do you think they do? Do they make the playoffs if they don't start Tim Tebow? No. No. Our other quarterbacks were horror or worse. Okay, so yeah. he had value, is all I'm saying. He can be he had at least some value. He was good enough to at least He's a game he was a game manager, but he's not a court like a good how quarterback. Many, how we've said that about many quarterbacks. Many yeah, quarterbacks. But the, I, I but hate the, that term game manager. Oh, Every other quarterback has better accuracy. The other quarterback had better accuracy. Quarterback that made the roster that year was Kyle Orton, Brady Quinn, and Tim Tebow. Kyle Orton. Wow. Yeah, we which we traded with when we had the uh, uh what do you call him? Jay Cutler. Right. Fuck Jay Cutler. <laughs> I know, I know. He 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 was the best thing Miami had for a while, I know. Was he? I don't know. That's what year. he's telling me. So Statistic. he won them games one year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just here we go. From the receiver coach for the uh, Broncos was in 2010. In 2010? Yes. Wasn't it Fox? No. Talon's favorite coach ever, Adam Gase. Oh, in 2010? <laughs> yes, 2010. He was the wide receivers coach. Oh, wide receivers coach. I thought you were talking about head coach. I was like, wait, what? Oh, no, no, no. Head coach was Josh McDaniels. Oh, wonky eye Adam Gase. Yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa, I was like, whoa, hold on. Like, when did he be? Well, yeah, but I mean, but, that, but, but see here, but here's what I mean, I'm, our receivers that you were good. So I can't say anything about that. But, but, but see here, here's the thing. Here's, here's all I'm saying. Like we talk about his accuracy, but hell, there are players in the league right now that are worse than Tim Tebow was. But are they starters for a franchise? If they, Okay. But <laughs> okay, you got me there. But what I'm saying is, is that you did not have to give him the opportunity. If you knew he was trash, why did you throw him out there? And don't because sit there and say, "Oh, well, we got money." Okay, money. So, so you give more of a shit about a po- the popularity of a player than you do winning football games. So which one is it? You can't. You can't. That, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You know what I'm saying? Didn't. That was what it was for. He had like the second highest selling jersey that year. Okay, could he not have that? Jer- I mean, granted. Okay, he Tim Tebow if, got popular. If he would, if he was not going to, if he did not start, he would not have that jer- those jersey sales. I don't know because his Florida uh, jersey was sold pretty good. I've seen, yeah, because they were winning in Florida. No, I mean, I've but, but 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 that's the thing though. I mean, Tim Tebow, for all intents and purposes, when you think about. Forget about being a quarterback for a second, okay? He was a humble, young, Christian man who who basically spoke to a, the majority of, you know, Christians in, in, in the country at the time. They're like, that's our guy. That's the guy who we, we're going to root for, you know? he His jersey would have sold regardless of whether or not he started or not just because of the popularity down at Florida and just his belief and the way, you know, because people were like – that's my guy. You know, I, I love to see, you know, because that's what people do. You know, they, if, if it's like, okay, he's a Christian like me. And I granted, there have been plenty. But see, here's the thing. There have been plenty of people. And so many people are like, oh, you're only attacking Tim Tebow. You don't like Tim Tebow just because he's a Christian, he's a Christian and he's outspoken about it. Like, no, that's not what it was about. And then people tried to make it about his Christianity and his beliefs other than his play on the field. My 
thing is I'm not saying that he was Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, none of those guys. I mean, he wasn't terrible. He wasn't. He got. He was not as awful as everybody says he was. I can actually sit here and tell you three quarterbacks off the top of my head right now that were worse quarterbacks than Tim Tebow. Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell, and fucking Johnny Manziel. So in 2010, Tim Tebow started three games with one and two with a 50% completion rating, five touchdowns, three interceptions. 2011, as the starter, seven and four, uh, 46.5 completion rating, uh, 12 touchdowns, six interceptions. All you told me was he had more touchdowns and interceptions. He had a winning record. So what's the problem? Uh, 50% completion rating. I can show you going back to 2003, 2000, I'm sorry, 2004, 2005, when Michael Vick, who was the, who so many people said was the next big thing at the quarterback, only throw for 49%. Or 59%. Okay. I'm sorry. 59 is better than 40. It doesn't matter. It's still, it's still, it's still two out of five throws. 50% is one out of two. Or 5 out of 10. 46 is less than that. Yeah, Tim Tebow's final uh, completion percentage when he left the NFL was 47.9. That was his completion percentage. But his touchdown interception ratio, 17 touchdowns, uh, 9 interceptions. Yeah. That's a way better that's a way that's a way better touchdown and interception role than fucking Nathan Peterman, who's on a fucking starting role, who's on a fucking team right now. Like seriously? But he's not a starter. Okay, if you had, okay, if you had if you had a choice right now between Tim Tebow and Nathan Peterman, who are you taking? I mean, they're the same. I'll take Nathan Peterman at this point too. <laughs> Say what? For my starter, it doesn't matter. If I'm, it's my decision. Nathan Peterman, give me all the draft picks. <laughs> you out of your fucking mind? Are you serious? You would take Nathan Peterman, who you know for a fact is going to throw at least three interceptions in the first fucking quarter. Bro, Nathan <laughs> Peterman's touchdown to interception ratio is three touchdowns, twelve interceptions. Yeah. You know what that means? My I'm starting number one every year in the draft. <laughs> I don't know. I would rather have, I don't know, championships than Tim T- you're not getting that from Tim Tebow. You don't know that. I do know that. I literally know that. Okay, so so you mean to tell me I literally know that the same skill set as Tim Tebow, the exact same skill set as Tim Tebow. They would any other team would build a system around. Why are we always talking about quarter about teams building around the quarterback? Why the fuck couldn't they build around quarterback? The the system that John Fox implemented in, in Denver was not built for Tim Tebow. He did not cater to Tim Tebow. Why is it that he could do the offense that was catered to him in Florida? Why couldn't they do a similar offense to that? Like the fucking re, the fucking run pass option was a fucking huge thing. A lot of NFL teams were doing it and they were having success with it. Because Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow worked in college. When it came to the NFL, he was not fast enough to make that work. What about he was okay. not? And you, he was fast in college, not in the pros. How many guys have we seen that ran schemes like that come to the pros and not be as good as they are? Well, Cam Newton did. Cam Newton ran similar schemes like that. Cam Newton's faster and bigger. Yeah, you and he's paying for it now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's paying for it now. Look how that, look how it turned out. But the thing is, he 
is it like if you want somebody the exact equivalent of Tim Tebow, the closest I can think of, uh, I don't even know if there's anybody that is that size. Yeah, and I mean, if we want to talk about Nathan Peterman, look at the quarterbacks that came out in the same draft class as Nathan Peterman, okay? Okay. Mitch Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Kaiser, Davis Webb, C.J. Bathard, Josh Dobbs, Nathan Peterman, Brad Kaya, Chad Kelly. Oh, yeah, I forgot Chad Kelly played. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Chad Kelly was Mr. Irrelevant, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, I'm not trying to argue that Tim Tebow was the greatest of great. But I am saying that, I mean, because you got to admit, because here, here's my thought. Peyton Manning comes up the free agent. Peyton Manning goes to Denver. Fuck yeah. If I was the Denver Broncos, I'd say, yeah, hell yeah, Peyton, come on. Why mm-hmm. couldn't they sit down with Tim Tebow and say, listen, we're going to give you one last chance. You can learn from Peyton Manning. If there's anybody in the game that you can learn from, it could be Peyton Manning. Why couldn't John Fox had said, you know what, Tim? Maybe this is your job in a couple of years. We're going to give it to Peyton. We're going to see how much you learn from Peyton Manning. You just sit under his tutelage for a while. Why couldn't that have been an option? I think at that point it was money, to be honest. I think Tim Tebow's contract, they paid him a little too much at the beginning. Oh, yeah. And they opened up cash space by letting him go to get Peyton Manning to get a, a pay cut, obviously, but still pay him enough for him to come here. Right. But then he goes to the New York Jets, and they don't even give him a fair shot at being the starting quarterback. They didn't even play him at quarterback. They played him at, like, fucking fullback or some shit. It's because he's built like a fullback. <laughs> do you think if Tim Tebow went to – do you think if Tim Tebow did switch to a different position, he'd be still be in the league right now? Yes. If he would have played fullback or tight end, like, consistently, I think tight end would probably have been his best position. But do you think he would have excelled? Do you think he would have eventually end up? I mean, because obviously when you think of tight ends, especially in today's age, you think of Gronk, Kittle, fucking Travis Kelsey. I mean, obviously he wouldn't be amongst that category, but he, I mean. Travis Kelsey was a quarterback before he went to college. Really? Yeah, he got switched to tight end. Huh. I think it's second year, actually. Right. Because if you think about it, I don't know how many, I don't know if you guys remember this. Do you remember Dallas Clark? the tie yeah. in for the Indianapolis Colts. No. I think Tim Tebow could have been the next Dallas Clark if he'd have switched the tight end. Because Dallas Clark wasn't a wasn't a, you know, like taught like Gronk size or whatever. You know, he had some muscle on him. But man, he didn't and he wasn't really that fast, but he could get he could make the plays when it mattered the most. Um so Tim Tebow was 6'2", 236. He probably would have been a fullback. You don't think he would have had the speed or the cut to be able to do the tight end? He could have blocked. He wouldn't have the height. He wouldn't have the height. I mean, Algie Crumpler wasn't that tall, was he? Algie Crumpler was around 6'1", 6'2", wasn't he? Algie Crumpler was also like eight feet wide. That's true. But anyway, we're getting way off track here with some some of this shit. I mean... (laughs) to argue Tim Tebow and... I mean, Algie Crumpler was 6'2", 262. He's the same size. Yeah, he was, he was wide. But it he was just be- like, like like Tim Tebow ain't wide. I mean, have you seen LG Cumpler? <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. That man was wide, and then he got fat. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. But Algron Darius Crumpler. 
<laughs> yeah, good thing you go by algae. <laughs> All right, I mean, is that better though? I mean, algae, algae. Like you hit, like you hit your arm, algae. <laughs> or like the algae in a fish tank or some shit. But anyway. I remember, did we have Brian Dawkins in 2012 or did we just have him in 2011? I think you just had him in 2011 because he retired soon after that, didn't he? Yeah, let me see. Um, is he a Hall of Famer yet? I think he is now. Yeah. I think it was a couple years ago. Yeah. Elvis Dumont, Von Miller, Champ Bailey, Chris Harris, Mike Adams, and Raheem Moore. No? Wait, was he on the backup though? Raheem Moore was still playing? Yeah. He okay. was a free safety. Okay. He was 22 at the time. We actually drafted him that year. Wow, he was a starter immediately. Oh, wow. Uh, let me see here. No, we did not have it. Oh, man. That sucks. All right. Okay, so now that that's all been said and done, the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Buffalo Bills. We're going to get back on track here because we went off on like a whole bunch of tangents. We? So, okay, me and Roger did. So, <laughs> so the Super Bowl is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs. Defending. Defending Super Super Bowl champions. This is going to be a interesting... A lot of people are already labeling this, this is the passing of the torch game. It is. That's why I think that's exactly what it is. And I was like, uh... I I mean, how scripted is football nowadays? Oh, I've already seen memes of... it's, it's It's Brady and... Uh, Mahomes and they, the the picture right below it is Hogan and the Rock from WrestleMania 18. Like it's almost like it was meant to be. <laughs> but, I think I, I mean I mean your former Golden Boy and your new Golden Boy. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. But anyway, which right. is also funny. Which is also Travis Kelsey versus Gronk. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, Mike Evans and Godwin versus fucking uh, Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins. <laughs> this game, I, I honestly think the game is going to boil down to whose defense steps up. That's this is going to be it's going to be that game where it was all like uh, the Patriots last one where it was just all defense, and everybody's going to be bored out of their mind. I'm, I hope it's not a boring game. Like I'm really hoping for at least an exciting Super Bowl. I mean, it, you'd expect it with like the offenses, but I mean, we'll be we'll be surprised when it's just a trash defense game. God, I mean, both defenses could have the have the ability to get blown off the field. So, yeah. I mean, the Chiefs' defense decided to show up finally against the Bills, <laughs> right? Hell, they barely lost the fucking Cleveland Browns. Like, it's just it doesn't make sense to me. Like, their defense was so suspect all season. Oh. Against the Bills, let's actually play defense. Right. Oh, well, we got that out of the way. So uh, yeah. now we're going to talk about the Pro Bowl. Here we go. The game that we actually care about. After me and Roger already had a tangent argument about Tim Tebow and his validity in the league. He's trash. I get to say that because he played for my team. I mean... He was trashed. I never said Johnny Manziel wasn't trash. I thought you was the Johnny Manziel is Tim Tebow minus Jesus. I've already said it several times on the show. No, he wasn't that good. Um, <laughs> so, 
So we're going <laughs> to jump on and talk about the promo real quick. Um, oh, we're just all having a good time. The 2021 Pro Bowl game was originally scheduled to be played January 31st in Las Vegas. Right. However, that has been canceled due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Instead, the NFL is working with EA Sports to create a week-long series of matchups featuring celebrities, NFL legends, current players, and streamers playing the official Pro Bowl rosters on Madden 21. The week culminates in a virtual Pro Bowl game with 2021 Pro Bowl players playing within Madden 21, which will be available for fans to watch across a variety of platforms. So they will not actually be taking the field. Okay. Yeah, but I don't like this because they don't have celebrities and legends and streamers and stuff like that. Yeah, that's everything leading up to. Now, on Sunday, it will actually be the players playing. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm trying to think at this rate, they could have apparently had the them all quarantined. Like, the only people that would have been would have been the Bills and Packers people. Everybody right. at this point would have been contained and would have been able to been in quarantined. And yeah, they would have had to have played the game somewhere else because... No, it was supposed to be in Vegas. So, yeah, Vegas isn't locked down, I don't believe. No, no Vegas, Vegas. Actually, Vegas is actually starting to open up a little bit more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that doesn't make sense that they're not having a full game. I mean, unless they ha- unless they already you know made the call pre you know before like things started opening back up or whatever. But you know, I don't know. I mean, they can delay a game for 82 weeks for the Ravens so they can't push back to Pro Bowl like two more days. Hey. <laughs> yeah, but among the... Yeah, but the, yeah, the, among the Pro Bowl selections that were made uh, for the AFC, seven selections, the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs were both tied at seven selections. And for the NFC, the Green Bay Packers and the Seattle Seahawks were tied at seven selections. Um, the for the AFC, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the New York Jets did not have anyone on their roster to make the Pro Bowl. And for the NFC, the Carolina Panthers and the Dallas Cowboys didn't have any players make the Pro Bowl. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me this Zeke, who is one of the best running backs in the league was not able to even get onto the Pro Bowl he was because not. of how bad he was used this season. I yeah, yeah, that he did not he did not make the Pro Bowl this year. No no Dallas Cowboy made the Pro Bowl this this season. But hold on, here uh, uh, now let me blow your mind. The Washington football team had two players selected to the Pro Bowl. Yep. They were defensive players, right? Uh yes. No, one no, was offense. a defense. Yeah, Chase Young obviously. Uh, and then the yeah, guard yeah, made the Pro Bowl and uh, Brandon Sharif. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as far as our teams, the Denver Broncos, the Houston Texans, and the Miami Dolphins, uh, the Denver Broncos had two Pro Bowl selections this year. Um, I got to scroll through and find them real quick because I'm. Looking. It was Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. And then Justin Simmons, the free safety. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, the Houston Texans had. Deshaun two. Watson. Right. And then Miami Dolphins <coughs> had one, but Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard. So 
So yeah, so all of our teams are are being represented in the Pro Bowl this season. Um, do you guys just want to go over the roster real quick for each and like talk about maybe some you know the starters who were the reserves and things of that nature? Um, I guess we can kick it off with the AFC. Uh, the AFC starting quarterback is Patrick Mahomes from the Kansas City Chiefs, and the two backups are Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills and Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans. Running back Derrick Henry from T- Tennessee Titans, and his reserves are Nick Chubb of the Cleveland Browns and Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders. Fullback uh, Patrick Ricard uh, from the Baltimore Ravens. Wide receivers uh, Tyreek Tari- Hill from Kansas City Chiefs and Deshaun Diggs from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, yeah, the Buffalo Bills. Stephon Diggs. Diggs, I'm sorry. And uh, the reserves <laughs> Keenan Allen of the Los Angeles uh, Chargers and AJ Brown of the Tennessee Titans. Tight end, Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs, with the reserve being Darren Waller of the Las Vegas Raiders. Waller to baller. Say what? Waller to baller. (laughs) Right. Uh, Offensive tackles were Eric Fisher from Kansas City and Laramie Tunzel from Houston, with their reserve being Orlando Brown Jr. from from, uh, Baltimore. The offensive guards are uh, Joel Benito. I want to say that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And Quentin Nelson of the Indianapolis Colts with the reserve being David DeCastro of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And centers, Marquise Pouncey from Pittsburgh. And uh, his reserve is Ryan Kelly of Indianapolis Colts. Didn't Pouncey just retire? Yeah, I think he did announce his retirement this season. Well, since it's not on the field, he'll probably play this game. Yeah, it's a virtual one. So he'll be, he'll physically be, like the game will have him on the roster. But like, yeah. Man, he really just retired. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's crazy. Uh, as far as defense goes, uh, the two defensive ends that are starting are Joey Bosa of the L.A. Chargers and Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns, with the reserve being Frank Clark of the Kansas City Chiefs. Excuse me. Uh, defensive tackles, uh, Cameron Hayward of the Pittsburgh Steelers and Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs, with the, re- with, uh, the reserve being Calais Campbell of the Baltimore Ravens. Outside linebackers, Bradley Chubb from the Denver Broncos and T.J. Watt of the Pittsburgh Steelers, with the reserve being Matthew Judon, Joe Judon, I want to say that's how it's pronounced, uh, from the Baltimore Ravens. Inside linebackers are Darius Leonard from the Indianapolis Colts and Tremaine Edwards Edmonds. from the Buffalo Bills. Edmonds, I'm sorry, I thought I said Edwards. Uh, cornerbacks, Xavier Howard from the Miami Dolphins, uh, Tredavious White from uh, Buffalo Bills, Stephon Gilmore from the New England Patriots, and Marlon Humphreys from the Baltimore Ravens. Free safety, Mika Fitzpatrick from the Buffalo. Uh, I'm sorry, from the uh, Steelers. <laughs> I'm reading the, way too fast. I apologize. The Buffalo Dolphins um, and yeah, the Buffalo Steelers. Yeah. Oh, what about them? What about them Pittsburgh Dolphins? Um, and then in the reserve is Justin Simmons from the Denver Broncos, and the free safety is Tyron Matthew from the Kansas City Chiefs. Special teams: the punter is Jake Bailey from New England. Uh, place kicker is Justin Tucker from Baltimore Ravens. Um, the return specialist is Andre Roberts from Buffalo. Special teams, um, it just says special teams. Uh, Matthew Slater, um, special team, I guess, I'm assuming that's like punt returner, I guess. Um, Matthew Slater from New England. And long snapper is Morgan Cox from the Buffalo, uh, from uh, Baltimore. <laughs> what is it with you in Buffalo? Buffalo. <laughs> So we want to talk about this roster before we go to the next one. Yes, let's talk about this roster. Do, is there any snubs that you guys want to talk about from the AFC? Do you feel like somebody from the AFC got overlooked at any uh, point? 
Um, not accurate. I'm trying to think. Um, I honestly can't think of anybody to be honest with you. Not, not on the AFC side. No, I don't think. I think that's about right. I think they about got the AFC side right. Right. Yeah. Um, man, yeah, like, I mean, Stefan Digg had probably the best, you know, season of his life. Yeah, he was the number one receiver in the league uh, prior to, you know, I mean, during the season, not counting postseason. Right. Yeah. Uh, Derrick Henry, I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, we talked about them, MVP candidates, Deshaun Watson, at the Actually, record, Stephon Diggs was also the number one uh, receiver in the postseason until they got ousted. Keenan Allen, um, I feel like we sh- there should be another receiver there instead of Keenan Allen. I'm just trying to think of who, because I mean he's not bad, but does the Chargers really do anything for him to be there? No, I mean. Would you say what Hollywood Brown maybe? No, I would say statistics probably wouldn't have made it there. He had no touchdowns though. His statistics were good in the postseason. I don't know what his um let's see regular season. Give me a half a second. His regular season was decent, but it wasn't really that good. Yeah. What about um What about D Hop? No, he he's uh He's in the AFC. No, no, he's in the NFC. He's in the NFC. Yeah, he's the other side. Is he? Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I don't know who Arizona, or whatever. Uh, um, um, let's see, what about Minnesota? Are they in the AFC or NFC? Then in the NFC. Used. They're in the NFC. They're what? NFC. NFC. Um, Hold on, we're looking at we're looking at the AFC. So let yeah. me see, AFC. I, I'm just looking at stats right now, and it doesn't tell me AFC, NFC, and I always get that Cole shit. Beasley. Cole Beasley should be there. Yeah, I agree. Cole Beasley. I was gonna say Cole Beasley. Um, at least maybe as a slot guy. Um, or I mean, you can use him on punt returns as well. Um, Chase Claypool for his rookie season. I mean. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely for his rookie season, definitely. Nine, nine touchdowns, 873 yards, average 14.1 yards per catch. I mean, it's impressive. Yeah, I mean, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, yeah. For Deshaun Watson to get that record, somebody had to be catching out there. What yeah. about that What about that running back out of Kansas City? Claudie, uh, what's his name? Clyde, Clyde, Clyde. Clyde yeah, well, I mean, he could have... He was good, but I mean, Derrick Henry and it was Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor actually had Jonathan Taylor and James Robinson were the other rookies that were doing better than him. He actually right. hit his tenth. He really played thirteen games. He got injured, right, and that stopped his momentum. But he only had six touchdowns because they, right. they they used him to literally get down the field and then they would just pass the ball. Right. All right. Well, let's uh, move on to the NFC. Uh, the NFC roster starting quarterback is Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. 
uh, with his reserves being Russell Wilson. Of- <laughs> what? Did you not hear me? For the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> and Rod said, who? <laughs> we don't have that uh, guy here. We're going to kick it instead. Oh, Lord Jesus. Who's there, Rod? All right. Eric, his reserve is uh, the the real MVP, Russell Wilson. All right. Okay, here you go. And and Kyler Murray and, of the Arizona Cardinals. Hey, Chip's favorite quarterback. Man, you on that bullshit this evening. Okay. All right. So, I, 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 live by the F- I live by that FTC rule. <laughs> fuck the Cardinals. Fuck the Colts. Fuck the Cowboys. There you go. Man. I'm I'm sitting here sipping on um, lean. No, 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 no. It's not lean. It's uh, <laughs> herbal drink. No, no, no. Yeah. no, it, no it's Kirk, it, it, it's oh. Coke Zero and Ciroc Coconut. So, ew. So I'm lit right now. So, not. Nah, but anyway, a, a flat ass Coke and some Ciroc. Hey, <laughs> why are you hurting yourself like that? <laughs> I had a bad day. No, uh, <laughs> just keep it going. All right. So no. Uh, starting running backs. Uh, Dalvin Cook from the Minnesota Vikings, um, and his reserves were Alvin Kamara from the uh, New Orleans Saints, Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers, and Miles Sanders of the Philadelphia Eagles. Fullback Kyle Jezid. That word. Uh, yeah, the word you made fun of me for trying to say the other time. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I I'll let you, I'll I'll let you struggle on that one. No, there's like two Z's and a K. How the fuck you pronounce this shit? I don't care. I'll let you struggle through that one. I said it, and y'all made fun of me for saying it. I'm going <laughs> to let you struggle too. <laughs> okay, from San Francisco. The, the, the fullback from San Francisco named Kyle. I'm sure he'll punch hole in drywall. He drinks Monster Energy drink. Wide receivers, as if there was no doubt, Devontae Adams from the Packers and uh, DeAndre Hopkins from Arizona with their reserves being DK Metcalf from Seattle and Justin Jefferson from Minnesota. So the rookie, you know, got some love from from the fans and ended up being a pro bowler. Tied in, TJ Hawkinson from Detroit and Evan Ingram of the New York Giants is his reserve. Offensive tackles are David Bakatari. I want to say that's how. <laughs> I, I get. I'm, I'm not helping you through nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> Quit being a dick. If you know how to pronounce it, do it. Um, from the Green Bay Packers and Trent Williams of the San Francisco 49ers with uh, uh, Teron Armstead from the New uh, Orleans Saints. Offensive guard, you have Brandon Scarf. I want to say that's how it's pronounced. Cherie. Uh, Cherie, there you go. From the Washington <laughs> football team. And Elgton Jenkins from the Green Bay Packers with Andreas Pete of the New Orleans Andre. Saints. There you go. And centers Justin Kels from Philadelphia. And that's Jason Kelsey. That's Travis Kelsey's brother. brother. There you go. And Frank <laughs> Ragnow from the Detroit Lions. For hey, hey, you need to put that flat ass coke down, bro. <laughs> For real. I'm that's wrong. Really hurting you. I can read. Can you? Are you gonna call everything? You gonna say everything's from Buffalo again? Yeah, everything's from Buffalo. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, when no, I'm, no, 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 I'm not, I'm good. No, for real, I'm good. I'm talking about Teron Armstead. I thought he was gonna say the New England Saints. That's where he got it. Okay, so defensively, the defensive ends are Cameron Jordan from the New Orleans Saints and Brandon Graham from the Philadelphia Eagles with Chase Young. 
as the reserve from Washington Redskins. That's Dude, a snub. That, huh? That's a snub. It's a snub that he's on the reserves? Yeah, he should, yeah, he should definitely be a starter. So over, then, over, over Brandon Graham? You say Cameron Jordan and Chase Young? Over Brandon Graham. Yeah, oh, I'd, take, oh, yeah. I'd take Jordan and Young. Okay. Um, then you have Aaron Donald. Obviously, you knew he was going to be there. Aaron Donald from the Rams and Fletcher Cox from the Eagles. Uh, with their reserve being Grady Jarrett, which from the from the Atlanta Falcons, which I don't think he had that good of a season, to be honest. I mean, not season not for the Falcons. <laughs> exactly. Outside linebackers, um, Zadarius Smith from Green Bay and Khalil Mack from Chicago, with their reserve being Jason Pierre Paul from Temp. I thought in his forty seventh season. I thought Jason Pierre Paul was a defensive end. I didn't know he was an outside linebacker. He's a Von Miller. Okay. Uh, yeah. Linebacker, Bobby Wagner from Seattle and Fred Warren of the 49ers. Cornerbacks, mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey of the Rams, Jameer Alexander from Green Bay, Marshawn Lattimore from New Orleans, and James Bradbury from the Giants. Free Hold State. on. Is, is Jer Alexander, not, not Jameer? Jameer. Uh, I apologize. Uh, free Safety. I'm going to butcher the fuck out of this thing. <laughs> Andre Diggs. Awesome. Uh, from Seattle, and then the strong safeties are Buda Baker from Arizona and uh, Jamal Adams from Seattle. With the punter being Jack Fox from Detroit, place kicker uh, Hung. Wait, Young Hoku. Holy shit! Young Hoku, <laughs> young Hoku. boy. Hey, you like her? Yeah, Young Hoku. Uh, young Hoku, man. Return specialist is Cordero Patterson from Chicago. Special teams Nick uh, Bellor from Seattle, and then the long snapper is Tyler Ott from Seattle. Um, so, on the NFC side, do you see any snubs that you guys, you know... Fuck yeah, where's Tom Brady? Thank you. Uh, would you replace Tom Brady with Kyler Murray? Or Tom Brady with Kyler Murray with Tom Brady? Right, I would. Fuck that noise. I'd where's Frank, take where's Frank Gore? Kyler where's, Frank Gore? where's Frank Gore? In his, like, what, 43rd season? Yeah, this is this man's final seasons. His knees literally don't work no more. Let him be in the last Pro Bowl. It's 2021. We have the technology. We can rebuild him. <laughs> but yeah, Tom Brady not being there. Drew Brees not being there. Um, Which, I mean, hell, Drew Brees has been getting snubbed for years from, from a war. I can think of plenty of years that Drew Brees should have won MVP, and he didn't, based on statistics alone. Yeah. You know, it's weird. Uh, he played 12 games and he still had so did Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz played 12 games, really. Yeah, but let's be honest, did Carson Wentz really play up to that caliber that we know he's capable of? I mean, he did get benched for Jalen Hurts. So, the so Drew Brees finished second in completion percentage at 70.5, only behind Aaron Rodgers and um, barely above Deshaun Watson. Waiting up there, bro. Say what? He, Drew Brees finished second with completion rating overall in twelve games. The other two guys finished with uh, played sixteen games, and he was still up there with them. Right. It's crazy. But he also had he also had only he barely had he didn't have three thousand yards. I guess that's the reason why. Right. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Oh, bro, it's that it's that Ciroc, man. Got him slipping. <laughs> Caught me slipping. Nah, my phone did. Oh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think about other snubs that we. Uh, I, I, mean, I really think the big one is Tom Brady, and I mean, I know a lot of people hate Tom Brady, but I mean, 
The man's like 70 years old and making it to his 10th Super Bowl. Right. I mean, yeah, he, he, he should be at least mentioned among, you know, over Kyler Murray, absolutely. <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, Zeke still finished fourth overall in yards. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I don't understand. Like, like, I mean, yeah, he didn't get have a thousand yard season. I mean, he was at nine seventy nine, but I mean, he finished above Miles Sanders and Elvin Kamara, right? And Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray had eight hundred and nineteen rushing yards as a quarterback. I feel like that to me is a snub. I mean, he didn't have a, a phenomenal season. He had six touchdowns, but Aaron Jones only had nine. Uh, Alvin Kamara had uh, yeah, Alvin Kamara had 10 because that one game where he blew everybody out the water no 16 right. blew water. Miles Sanders only had 6 so why is he a reserve right I, I don't, if, if I had to pull I mean, if I had to say something I mean I think Lattimore should have been a, been a starting corner over Jalen Rams I mean wasn't, isn't he a starting no no Lattimore's a reserve the two starters Ramsey and Alexander he play four quarter, uh, corners. Uh, well, I mean, they play no, no, no. They play. Two, they normally play two corners: a free safety and a strong. Diggs is the free safety, and Buda Baker is the strong safety. Yeah, but I thought they played dime packages, which would be four. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you decide to play a dime package, but I mean, sometimes nickel packages are mostly used, especially if people are usually running trip sets. But you know. I feel like there's a another linebacker that got snubbed too, or a defensive tackle for sure because Grady Jarrett's up there. All right, well let me ask this question because we did have a lot of injuries, and I mean a lot of injuries this season because uh, it was 2020. Um, let's just say, just for the sake of argument, playing the hypothetical, if the injury bug didn't eradicate most of the league. Um, how do you think, do you think certain guys like Von Miller, Christian McCaffrey, those guys would have made the Pro Bowl this year? Uh, that's always the hard thing to say. Yeah. I mean, you would assume that, that McCaffrey would, uh, just because of how dynamic a player he is, but I mean, he was literally hurt 90% of the season. Right. Crazy. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess that's why my, I mean, because Miles Sanders did okay this season. I mean, he didn't do as good as Dalvin Cook or Dalvin Kamara. Um, and of course, Aaron Jones did his thing in Green Bay. Um, but I don't know. I think had Christian McCaffrey been healthy this season, he pro- he would probably been. I don't know if he'd be the starter, but he'd definitely be a Pro Bowl selection. I think. Christian McCaffrey would be in the Pro Bowl easily. I mean, that team is built around him. He's super dynamic. Um, I mean, his injuries is like, I mean, he just could not get healed no matter what he did. Right? Yeah, he couldn't. Yeah. Trust me, my fantasy suffered because of him this year. <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of fantasy, I got a fucking, um, I don't know if I did my uh, fantasy basketball thing yet. <laughs> I need to check that out. Well, Monday games out. Monday's and Tuesday's <laughs> games are going are done. So whatever. 
Um, but anyway, so just looking at the rosters, um, would you have NFC or AFC? Um, I would have AFC. Yeah, I'm going to go with AFC as well. Me too. I'd go with AFC as well. I think it's been that way for a while. I think the AFC is slowly becoming the power conference. Um, You know, like there's a lot of good teams in the NFC, um, but it's almost like that power has shifted so much. in the Because in the AFC, you got, you know, Kansas City's always been a dominant force in the AFC. Ba- ba- you know, Baltimore's always been a dominant force. Um, you know, and then as we're looking at, like the, the majority of the – like Buffalo and Kansas City tied with seven selections to the Pro Bowl for the AFC, uh, followed by the Bills and the Steelers at five, Browns, Colts, and Patriots at three, Broncos, Texans, Chargers, Raiders, and Titans at two, and then Miami with one. And of course, Bengals, Jags, and the Jets didn't have any Pro Bowlers. On the NFC side, the Packers and Seahawks had seven, uh, Saints had five, Eagles had four. Uh, then the Eagles, Cardinals, Lions. The Lions had three Pro Bowlers. Like, Which is weird to me. That is weird that the, that the Detroit fucking Lions had three Pro Bowlers, yet <laughs> they didn't even even get a sniff of the postseason. Um, but and then, and then the 49ers had three. Uh, and then the Falcons, the Bears, the Rams, the Vikings, the Giants, and the Washington football team all had two. Tampa Bay had one. The NFC representative only had one Pro Bowler. Who was that? Let me go back and look and see who it was. JPP. J- yeah, J- yeah, Pierre Paul. Pierre Paul. Yeah, that was it. You know, you so, would, but you would think Mike Evans or Chris Goblin would have gotten some love, though. I mean, it's hard. That those receivers, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hawkins, DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Mike Evans is up there. Um, I mean, Chris Godwin, but. Justin Jefferson hurt a, a good bit of the season. Uh, Mike Evans hurt two or three games. Chris Godwin's here four games, I believe, five games maybe. But yeah, I mean they still. I mean Mike Evans still had a thousand yard season. Yeah, exactly. It's the only receiver to have seven in a row. Well, let me ask you guys this question too. I mean, because I've been thinking. Is there a player that you thought was going to be a pro bowler and then he didn't get snubbed, he just didn't play up to potential? Didn't play the way, I mean, whether it be injury or whether it be just he just didn't show up. Matt Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper. You're just saying Dallas Cowboy players. But let's be real, though. Those guys have been consistent the last two or three years. And this year, the whole team collapsed. Yeah, I would I would say Michael Thomas too, because Michael Thomas was he came into this league with so many people saying he was the best wide receiver in the game. Hurt though, huh? Hurt. Yeah, yeah. You can Uh, you can kind of blame that one on injury. Um, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, we all three thought he was going to lead the Patriots to the possible uh, playoff appearance, uh, and him, them, and um. Miami, we're probably going to be fighting for it, but nope. <laughs> right. That happened at all. Right. Uh, Philip Rivers. Man, Philip, man. And old, man Phillip Rivers, old man Rivers announced, it, announced his retirement. Do you think, okay, uh, let me ask this question because we already, we, I'm going to, fuck it. I didn't want to bring it up, but fuck it. I'm going to do. You guys did see that video that I sent you guys about the, um, 
Colin Kaepernick, not Colin Kaepernick. I almost said Colin Kaepernick. Wow. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> oh man, no, no. Trust me, I wish Colin Kaepernick was still in the NFL right now. It's bullshit that he's not. Um, Colin Cowherd said something that I just, just it just, just did not jive with me. The fact that he believes that in order for you to be considered a Hall of Famer, you have to be great through two contracts, and you have to be a top five player over the course of eight years if you're a quarterback, seven years if you're a position player, whatever. Which doesn't make sense because, I mean. No, it doesn't make sense because if that was the case, then Terrell Davis isn't a Hall of Famer. Fucking Gail Sayers isn't a Hall of Famer. Kurt Warner's not a Hall of Famer. It's like, are you you fucking kidding me? Like, what was your impact on the game? You know what I mean? At that point, Larry Fitzgerald it shouldn't be considered as a Hall of Famer. Like, come on, get out of here. Yeah, fuck out of here with that, man. You know, like it just, it just, it, it, it which leads to, which leads to the question: Is Philip Rivers a Hall of Famer? I personally think yes, he's a Hall of Famer. Based that wise, yes. Based on his statistics, and I know a lot of people are gonna say, "Well, he never won a Super Bowl." Yeah, Warren Moon and Dan Marino never won Super Bowls, and both of them are bona fide Hall of Famers. You know, Philip I mean, there's tons of people that win Super Bowls that you can say, of course, they're a Hall of Famer. Like, right, right, <clears throat> right. I want somebody to come up to me I mean, and say Larry Fitzgerald will not ever be a Hall of Famer because he didn't win yeah, a Super Bowl. Larry Fitzgerald's a bona fide Hall of Famer. Fuck yeah. I mean, I would count him as a first ballot Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Larry, uh, Sand- Larry Sanders didn't win a Super Bowl. Does that mean he's not a Hall of Famer? Nope. Come on. Like, like it, like people are. Uh, yes, championships matter. Yes, championships do solidify. Championships do boost you. But you got to remember, some people who suck win championships. Trent Dilfer won a championship. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. Trent Dilfer rode the wave of the 2000 Ravens defense that had probably, it's not 85 Bears, but damn it if it ain't the closest. I mean, a lot of people say the 2000 Ravens is the best defense that ever played football. Who was the uh, Tampa Bay's quarterback? Was Glennon with it? No, no, it was Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. See, Brad Johnson. look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it was Sean King, but then Sean King got, he either got hurt or he requested a trade. I can't exactly remember off the top of my head. But Brad Johnson ended up taking over. And that's what I thought. I was like, man, you know, the position players are a so lot, whole lot better than the quarterback. Because you had, because for that Super Bowl, and I find it so funny that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are back in the Super Bowl this year. Because they haven't been there since 2002. And I remember um, because I remember watching that Super Bowl between the Raiders and the Buccaneers. I called it the Pirate Bowl because that was, you know, it was the it was the, the, the Buccaneers and the, the fucking Raiders. So, yeah. you know, but you also on one side you had. First, uh, season as the Bucks head coach. Yeah. Yep. Which so many people neglect. So many people do not want to give John gruden credit because oh you're using tony john tony uh dungy's players because tony dungy was the one that drafted all those players you're just reaping the benefits of what tony dungy you know did and it's like well i mean if that would be like if bill belichick had a dynasty team he left josh mcdaniels took over and they win a championship are you going to blame are you going to give bill belichick the credit no you're going to give josh mcdaniels the credit because he's the one that led the team you know, like my thing is, if if that team was Tony Dungy's team, why didn't they win one with Tony Dungy? Thank you. That I was going to say the same thing. Like, why didn't you win with Tony Dungy? You know, um, but that's not away from how good of a coach Tony Dungy is, though. Like, no, no, no. But 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 but, but Tony Dungy, he ended up winning with Indianapolis. So I mean, obviously it worked. I mean, it, and 
having Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, you know, all those players, you know, sure, certainly it helped. But, but, I mean, but no, but going back to that 2002 game, uh, that 2002 uh, season, uh, when it was the Bucks and the Raiders, I mean, the Raiders had Rich Gannon, they had Jerry Rice. Now, granted, Jerry Rice wasn't the Jerry Rice of the San Francisco 49ers, you know, Jerry Rice. It, he wasn't like, but still fucking Jerry Rice. You know what I mean? It's still the GOAT. Um, but there was also Troy Brown, not Troy Brown. Um, or was it Troy Brown? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just trying to say, I'm trying to say, like, as far as the defense goes for the... Um, what team? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay had just an amazing defense that 2002 because they had Derrick Brooks, Warren Sapp, um, uh, Simeon Rice. They had Rondé Barber. They had Dexter Jackson, who was the fucking MVP of that game. You know what I mean? It's like, like, could we say that... Of the Super Bowl, yeah, Dexter Jackson was, yeah, Dexter Jackson was the MVP of that Super Bowl. Look it up. Oh, I'm I think he's right. Yeah, it, I'm sorry. I was looking at team MVP. Brad Johnson was the team MVP. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, my bad. Dexter, yeah. yeah, I mean, I haven't really, but damn, I haven't heard anything from him. You know, which he ended up. I think his last season was with like. In the NFL, at least, it was the Cincinnati Bengals from like 2006. He played in the uh, the UFL for a little while for the Virginia Destroyers in 2011 or 2009. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, his last stint in the NFL was with the Cincinnati Bengals. He, I think he, his last season in the NFL was in 2008, I believe. But yeah, he was fucking Super Bowl MVP. So, and you go back and you look at the Super Bowl MVPs from years gone by. I think the last non-quarterback to win MVP of the Super Bowl was, I think, 2016. That's when Von Miller won. Well, Julie Edelman in 2019. Well, yeah, Julian Edelman, yeah, you know. Well, the, okay, the last defensive player to win MVP was Von Miller for the Broncos. Von Miller, then two years before that, Malcolm Smith. Yeah, but you see, but it's, it's almost like, man, like, why does the quarterback always get the MVP? Or why does the quarterback always get, you know, like, because I remember the even the year that fucking, I think it was the third Super Bowl that the New England Patriots won, Deion Branch was the fucking MVP. Yeah, but he did deserve it that year. I mean, he had a, I mean, he had a damn good game. And then he went to the Seattle Seahawks and just fizzled out. You know? He didn't really, I mean, the year he went to the Seahawks, like, the, the last year he was in New England, um, he had 70, he had 78 receptions, uh, 998 yards with five touchdowns. Uh, in Seattle, he only had like 700 and something yards, you know, and I think like three or four touchdowns or something along those lines. Um, but he was more of a, you know, let's push the tempo type player, you know, because there have been several players that are like, you know, we're just going to go long, which, you know, because there are those players that you can just tell them go and then they just, just go flying. You throw the ball and bam, you know. Because uh, that was really what Randy Moss was when he when he was in New England with Tom Brady, they could just throw the ball wherever, and Moss would be like, "Yep, I got this. I got this over here." You know, unfortunately, they couldn't make it come together in the Super Bowl, and that's when, uh, which you can't really say anything about that Super Bowl because the the defensive line just ate him alive from like the second third quarter on. You know, um, but yeah. 
did did I hear you correct uh, uh, earlier when you were talking about the uh, the Bucks? Did you say Jerry Rice was on that team? No, Jerry Rice was on the uh, the Oakland Raiders team. That's what I was. I was gonna say. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, he he did say. Uh, he did say right. Yeah. Um. Uh, what? Okay, that's. What's right, that? The last thing I just sent to you guys. Um, in the group chat. Oh, hold on. Let me go look. I have my shit muted now because I don't want you guys being like. Cut off your phone. I'm kidding. No, for real, cut it off though. No, I can't. I can't cut it off. Ocarina of Time has been remade with. Okay. The internet personality turned pro boxer Jake Paul will fight former UFC fighter Ben Askren in an eight-round pro boxing fight. Yeah. Wow. This, on April of this year. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear God. I mean, this guy really, really, really wants to be famous. <laughs> I mean, he is famous, though. He has a million, over a million subscribers. Like, he was famous. He was just a internet celebrity, though. Which, I mean, nowadays, that's the same. Right? I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I want to be internet famous. I'll be right. Hey. I'll settle for podcast famous. I don't mind. <laughs> that's internet famous. Nope. Yeah. Might as well be. Like a certain section of the internet <laughs> listens to podcasts. But yeah. So. All right. Let's see. We went through all that. Oh, uh, the draft picks, I guess, is the last yes, part. Draft picks is next. Draft picks. I got them up. All right. The, uh, the last two that we need to talk about. Green Bay at 29 and Buffalo at 30. <sighs> it looks like um, Green Bay is slated to take Alex Leatherwood offensive tackle from Alabama. Another <laughs> Alabama player getting picked up in the first round. Gee, I wonder why. Leatherwood? Uh, yep, Alex Leatherwood. Leatherwood. Six foot five, three hundred and ten pounds. I don't know. I mean, if the rumors are true, what we've been hearing that Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. I mean, you're gonna have to get some protection. Who was the kid they drafted? Jordan Love, out of Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. If I mean, because I mean, if that's the if that's the direction that you're gonna go, if indeed Aaron Rodgers decides he's going to leave yeah you, you're going to have to get that young man some protection right like so. the thing is though like how do you like my, my thing always has been when it comes to football that like the changing of the guards in quarterback position um, how do you prepare to find that guy who was a replacement I mean for years the uh, Patriots would just draft a guy and then he just eventually disappear after a couple years and obviously that didn't work out for them this season but um like how do you how do you find somebody to replace Aaron Rodgers how do you find somebody to replace Drew Brees um like the same way somebody said how are we going to replace Joe Montana how are we going to replace Dan Marino how are we going to replace fucking Johnny Unitas 
you know i mean it, it's gonna happen you know there are uh, gonna be you know go ahead i would say like how long did it take to like like that's what i'm saying like how do you like if you're like right now if i'm the gm or the head coach and we're about to go into this draft like what like what is your like how do you communicate like oh this is the guy we want to see in the future let's draft him now and let's get this guy in free agency and have him just wait i mean because trust me james winston ain't gonna start for new uh, for new orleans no absolutely not and i mean the, the justin love dude may start may start but is he ready <laughs> i don't know what hell i mean aaron Rodgers sat behind brett Favre for what two three years before he actually but got a chance when he was there he's ready yeah and this guy's has only been there a season behind aaron Rodgers. yeah it was just a season yeah because and james because he left and then went to uh, minnesota right yeah he retired then went to minnesota <laughs> right then he retired again and went to the jets and then right. sent naked pictures to a reporter that ratted on him. Hall of Famer Brett Favre, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he sells Wranglers and this weird German blade for haircuts and stuff. Yeah. And occasionally <laughs> he goes on NFL radio and gives his opinion. <laughs> yeah, Hall of Famer, guys. Brett Hall Favre. Famer. Hall of Famer Brett Favre, ladies and gentlemen. Joe, uh, Joe Madden. <laughs> John Madden's <laughs> favorite. <laughs> John Madden's favorite quarterback of all time, apparently. Brett Favre. I can't. I can't do it like Frank Caliendo does it. I, please forgive me. If you have a whole team of uh, Brett Favres, you'd have the greatest team of all time. <laughs> you know, if you if you score more points than the other player, you're probably going to have a chance to win. Well, no shit, Doc. Obvious. <laughs> John Madden. I don't know how he would. <laughs> like, I don't understand how he was a like literally a Super Bowl winning coach. But was so dumb on commentary. Here's the thing. He could drive somebody to drink, which I think explains Pat Summerall's problem. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a hot take, I think. <laughs> no, it's not a hot take. Motherfucker was an alcoholic. But I yeah, man. Hot take. <laughs> um, the opinions expressed in this segment are not all the views of the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're known uh, for doing some hot takes there, yeah, but... Uh, uh, he said some crazy <laughs> shit. Like, he would use... Because John Madden would say a lot of crazy shit. Um, I, was, I remember I was playing, like, fucking... I think it was Madden 06 or something like that. 07 one, it was one of those Madden games. Um, when he would still do the commentary or whatever, and I'm sitting there playing it. And just coming out of the huddle, getting ready to, you know, do the play... And all of a sudden, you hear John. You hear John Madden say, "Well, you know what they say: ninety percent of the game is half mental." And I thought, "Wait, what?" I don't know. Now this motherfucker is making me do a math problem. I'm like, "Wait a second, ninety percent? So if you do half a ninety, that's forty-five. Just say forty-five percent of the game is mental, motherfucker. Don't make me be doing all this kind of crazy mathematical shit. I ain't no math magician, <laughs> you know." So, is that is that the worst math problem, or is Scott Steiner's the worst math problem? If you take my sixty-two percent. <laughs> My 66 and two-thirds chance of winning. Because Kurt Angle ain't even challenged. And Samoa Joe, he go get Man. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to refrain. Uh, <laughs> from what? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you just 
caught a guy alcoholic out of nowhere. So <laughs> Pat Summerall's like 89 years old. What's he gonna do to me? Sue you? For what? For calling him an alcoholic. <laughs> oh well. All right. So this <laughs> <laughs> all well. Like <laughs> right, fuck it, let him sue me. Right. It's not like Al Michaels is good. Oh, I'm sorry, but it's not like Pat Summer. I almost said Al Michaels. Well, it ain't like Pat Summerall is going to be like. No, I think. Wait, is Pat Summerall dead? Hold on. I might, I might have gotten away with shit. Hang on a second. Uh, I think he's dead. Pat. That damn Sirach got him tripping today. Uh, it, right? Yeah. Well, this motherfucker been dead seven. This motherfucker been dead eight years, man. Yeah. I like how you said that with so much enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been dead. Like, go away, man. What did he do to you? <laughs> All this random hate for him out of nowhere. No, I ain't no random hate. I'm just spitting facts, man. No, we don't know he was an alcoholic. Like, that's not spitting facts at all. Wow. <laughs> you can blame you can blame ABC for breaking up the Burton Ernie of uh, fucking football. You can blame that. But no. All right, and then uh, with the number 30 pick, <laughs> the Buffalo Bills are slated to take Christian Barmore, six foot five, 310-pound defensive lineman from, anybody want to take a guess? Alabama? Alabama. 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 Uh, yeah, I thought you were going to say Texas. Alabama. <laughs> Texas. Yeah. But you know what? It, it's cool because, I mean, yeah, Alabama's like, my God. Over the past couple of weeks when we've been doing these uh, draft picks, I could have swore we picked already like nine, ten people from Alabama. It feels like. Yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe even more. We have. So I'm pretty sure we're like 12. Are we at 12? Yeah. Shit. Something like that. But you know what? Nick Saban will pay off. I mean, he'll recruit um, players. So, yeah. So, so that, that draft, that mock draft that uh, we've been going over, um, was from a website called tankathon.com. Right. Um, now, real quick, uh, if we want to, we got just a couple of minutes here. Um, Mel Kuyper has officially released. Oh, not uh, the Kuyper list. Oh, here we yeah. go. He's officially Who's released Mel Kuyper. His first 2021 mock draft. Here we um, go. We'll run through it real quick. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence. Yep. New York Jets, Devontae Smith. Ooh. Wide receiver, Alabama. Okay. I mean, yeah, because we talked about how they don't need to replace Sam Darnold already. Like, they need to. A... Right. Yeah. Uh, Miami Dolphins. Wide receiver LS... from LSU, Jamar Chase. Oh, wow. That are... Okay. I mean, uh, he's the... He... He is the second best receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, BYU quarterback, Zach Wilson. Wow. Uh, Already that, looking for Matt Ryan's replacement. Holy shit. They should have Matt Ryan's replacement two years ago. Right. Who's, who's the backup? Oh, Matt Schaub was, right? No, I he just Matt Schaub retired. retired. Yeah, he's retired. He said, That's he, what I'm uh, saying. He was. He finally said, fuck this shit. <laughs> uh, he's like, if Dan Quinn goes, I go. Uh, number five uh, Cincinnati Bengals 
offensive tackle out of Oregon, Panay Sewell. They need yeah, to definitely yep. need some uh, offensive help for Joe Burrow if he if he does come back from his injury. Let's not put no ifs. Let's put that positive energy in the air when he comes back. When he comes back, there you go. Uh, with the sixth pick, Philadelphia Eagles pick uh, Alabama wide receiver Jalen Waddle. Oh wow! So Waddle, who was like they projected him like twenty four, twenty three, and now they already got him in the top ten already. No, well, they, Mel Kiper. Mel Kiper does. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I, I can understand it because they do need help at out there in the field. But I'd be going for another offensive lineman because you know what happened this season? They lost. They lost two, three of them, and their backups was not helping out. No, right. And we know Jalen Jalen Hurst is that future. You got to protect that boy. Any any chance Carson Wentz goes to another team this season? No. Uh, too, too expensive. I've heard a I've heard a rumor about him him possibly going to Indianapolis. Nah, he's too expensive. Yeah, I mean they may have some capital. You never know. I mean not at not at Philip Rivers retired, but they still have to pay him out. So oh god, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they still got to pay. Him. Well, he only one year, one year, one year twenty five million. Oh, he it was a one year contract. You're right. Yeah, it was right. a one year deal. Yeah, I mean, sure and, and, well, I mean Carson Wentz huh? only has what. Three, four, two, three years left on the current deal he still has right now. A lot of money, though. Yeah, but yeah, it's more lot. than paying a full contract. That's you're still. I mean, you're paying the, his most expensive years right now. Oh God, yeah, you're right because of the, the fourth and fifth year. Wait, did he have an option for the fifth year, or did it just was it just straight five years? Uh, I don't know I if, don't if know. he had an option. I think it was a, if yeah. it was any, it's probably a team option. Gotcha. Uh, go, you can look that up if you want, Roger. I'll move on. Uh, with the seventh pick, Detroit Lions quarterback from Ohio State, Justin Fields. Mm. To who? Detroit. Because there's, uh, there's a possibility Matthew Stafford won't be there next year, next season. They already, I think they already mutually parted ways. Correct. Well, uh, on Saturday, the Lions said they were going to trade quarterback Matthew Stafford this offseason. So uh, the the Carson Wentz contract is a uh, it's a player option because he would have been a free agent in twenty twenty five. His average salary, um, his base would be fifteen point four million with a ten million bonus, um, and his cap hit for the uh, Eagles would have been thirty four point six million dollars. Um, and that would have added, that would have made them be at a fifty-nine point two million dead cap. So yeah, he he got a lot of money. Oh wow. He was also guaranteed sixty-six point four million dollars guaranteed, with a total of his contract being a hundred and twenty-eight without the bon- without the bonuses, one hundred twenty-eight. Um, with everything, it'd be a hundred and seventy-three million. Wow, that's still a lot of money, though. Yeah, and his last two years are his most expensive years. Mm. But there, there would be some team that would take a chance on him. Oh, I'm sure there's a team that would take a chance on him. But anyway, Gosh. All right, all right, go ahead and continue, Chip. Um, with the eighth overall pick, Carolina Panthers. Take North Dakota State quarterback Trey Lance. 
That's a good fit. Is it though? For the Carolina yeah. Panthers? Yeah, he's a young he's a young quarterback who you can start building a system around just in case Christian McCaffrey does go down again. Because so so you're gonna abandon Teddy Bridgewater and PJ Walker all together. No, no, you're not you're not abandoning him. You're that's your future. Okay. PJ Walker is he's not the future in Carolina he might be the future somewhere else but not in Carolina he was just he was pretty much a placeholder in case something happened which is kind of sad because he is a good player hey that's the XFL MVP right there dude I yeah. know they didn't finish out the season but damn it he was the best player in the XFL I don't care I can't wait I can't wait for that to come back and we get to talk about that every week that, I know yeah that's gonna be fun hey and you know what I have a cable box I can actually fucking watch the games but anyway that was the biggest disappointment for me, um, especially last season when we were, you know, trying to, you know, do the games, um, is the fact that I couldn't fucking watch any of them because I didn't have cable, you know. Just watch the highlights online. Yeah. Right. Uh, here we go with uh, the number nine overall pick, Rogers Denver Broncos, Penn State linebacker Micah Parsons. That's what they were going to, uh, that's what everybody's picking. Like, that's not changed at all. You don't think that you were <sighs> ah, it's your team. I'm just I'm just saying. I mean at this point because yeah. you you have Bradley Chubb, you have Von Miller. Do you need anything any you need another linebacker or do you need some defensive line? Von Miller is questionable to return this season. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and um not only that, I mean, why not have a rookie learn under those two? Okay. Okay. I was, see, I was thinking offensive line as well, maybe protection from the quarterback, or maybe get the quarterback another weapon, depending on who your quarterback's going to be. Our offensive line is decent enough. Is our quarterback's not good, <laughs> and our weapons are good around him, right? Cortland Sutton was out, and we still managed to sort of get decent uh, efficiency. Once Cortland Sutton comes back, I think him and those young guys will make more, more of an impact. So you would rather have the security blanket of another linebacker as opposed to. You know, I mean, common. I mean, Von Miller went down, and our defense struggled a lot. Yeah, they did. They really did. Like, I mean, it's hard to replace. It's hard to find somebody who can match and replace the skill set of Von Miller. But having another one there that can learn from Bradley Chubb and um, Von Miller, and maybe gain some tips from how they play, and then make it his own way. And if Von Miller or Bradley Chubb do go down, they can put him in there, and he'll be near efficient like i'm not gonna say he's gonna be a perfect replacement obviously but i mean he can be he can make some moves right all right go ahead chip uh number 10 dallas cowboys offensive lineman for northwestern rashawn slater yeah they need help on line definitely help on the offensive line number 11 new york Giants, tight end out of florida kyle pitts they have uh evan egram don't they I thought they could. Um, yeah. Like, is his contract up or something? I, I mean, I know, I know he's injury prone, but, I mean, it's a tight end. I think They're they hard need, to come. Honestly, I think they need more help on the defense, to be honest. They need they, better help at, at the corner. Yeah, so, I mean, is this a, uh, is this a pick of best player available or need? Uh, because they've think, got Ingram already. That's always been the biggest. That's always been the biggest thing. Whenever you come, when you talk about the draft, 
Do you draft because the best players on the on the board? Or do you draft because your team needs a certain position? Even if that player is like, oh man, I don't understand why they did why they took this player. They didn't need that player, but oh, but he was the best player that was available. But they needed. Like, for example, if you take a wide receiver and you really didn't need a wide receiver, you had plenty of good wide receivers, you needed an offensive lineman. Oh, well, you know, but then again, if you take the offensive lineman, oh, why did you take the offensive lineman You when he clearly wasn't the best pick at that availability? And it's like, it's it's one of them situations where you 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 can't you can't win for losing. You see what I'm saying? It's right. Like, the, situations. like, my thing is, yeah, they may be the best available, but they're not the best available for me. Like, I'm trying to win. I'm trying to win a championship and build a team for what I need. Yeah, this dude may be cool and dynamic and flashy right now, but two, three de- years down the line, what if he didn't do nothing? What if he's not playing? Darius I remember that name. Yeah, Darius Edward Bay. Where is he at right now? Marcus Russell. Remember that name? Marcus Russell. Oh my God, that motherfucker should be in prison for burglary because he 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 stole fifty million dollars away from the fucking Oakland Raiders. I mean, the, the worst the worst person to steal money was uh, Albert Hainsworth. Oh God, man. <laughs> Don't even get me started on Haynes, man. He was <laughs> horrible. That means a that means a true thief. He's a yeah. Mm. He, that, that's, uh, that's that Danny Ocean thief thievery right there. That's what that is. Right. Twelfth overall pick, San Francisco 49ers, Alabama cornerback Patrick Sertain the second. I mean, I'd re- like to be honest. I see him going earlier than that. Yeah, I do too. I do too. He 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 might even be the the, the Giants pick. I think he's the Giants pick. That should yeah. be the Giants pick. If not, I mean, I mean, hell, I mean, I can also see. And I know that Detroit's going in a different direction with their quarterback and stuff. But I mean, I can easily see him going to Detroit too. No, but they need a quarterback, though. Yeah, like they, do, they do need a quarterback. Yes, they do. Uh, number thirteen, the uh, L.A. Chargers taking offensive tackle from Virginia Tech, Christian. Uh, Darisol. Do yeah. every single thing you can to protect Justin Herbert. Do everything I mean, you can to protect him. At that point, that's not only the best available, but that's the best team availability. Like what exactly. your team needs to. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's that's they they need offensive linemen on that team to help that child. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> it feels so weird. You said to help that child, and it's like, oh God, yes, he is a child because he's like in his twenties, and I'm fucking old go ahead (laughs) the uh number 14 overall pick minnesota vikings taking uh offensive tackle out of usc elijah vera tucker yeah a lot of people a lot of people had him a little bit higher up on the board but you know not as high as panay sewell but i mean they definitely had him higher up on the board um i think he might actually go before minnesota can get to him but if minnesota can snag him fuck yeah that's a good uh that's a good that's a that's a good pick for him I don't see him going to anybody else because I mean he's his main uh, his main thing is that he's a great pass, uh, rush blocker instead yeah, of a pass blocker. blocker. Right, so he would have to go to a team that's got a good rusher on the team that would be able to you know cook. So exactly, yeah. Yep. Uh, number fifteen, New England Patriots taking Alabama quarterback Mac Mac Jones. Yeah, I saw him talking about that earlier. I was like. That hurt. I mean, I guess. I mean, I mean, he would fit. I think he f- kind of fits that Bill Belichick system. Oh, um, I mean, if, if you play for Nick Saban, you basically play for a Bill Belichick system. 
I mean, because they're pretty much the same style head coach. No, Nick Saban will change his scheme up every season. Yeah. So, uh, number 16, Arizona Cardinals picking cornerback from Virginia Tech, Caleb Farley. Yeah, they definitely need help out in that secondary. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I, I mean, if he's not available, I mean, if, if he's still available at that point in the draft, yeah, take him. Get him as soon as you possibly can. Number 17, Las Vegas Raiders. Defensive end from Miami, Jalen Phillips. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Think about, like, if they keep the same team they have and they add him, they probably can beat the Chiefs twice a season. Yeah. Or at least yeah. at, at least once. At least once. I mean, they, yeah, I mean, they did beat him once this year, and they... They would have won the second one if they actually had like two more starters on the team. Well, on hell, I mean, if they didn't have like nine players out with COVID, I mean, let's not delay that game. Yeah, let's not delay that game. Yep. Uh, number eighteen, Miami Dolphins picking linebacker from Notre Dame, Jeremiah Awusu Koromoa. What now, I don't know that I said that right, but <laughs> yeah, um, I. I honestly, though, I mean, because Brian Flores has been very much a big, you know, defensive guy. I mean, you clearly seen that, you know, when he, when we got Shaq Lawson, when we got Byron Jones, uh, you know, and I've I've already made it very much known on this program. We need to do everything we can to make sure that Xavier Howard does not go anywhere because that's going to be the bread and butter. That's the captain of the defense. That's pretty much that's right now. It is the identity of the team right now in terms of being the best player on the team. He's the only player from the dolphins that actually made the pro bowl this season. So do the best you can to protect him. Give him some help around him to make that defense better. And if this kid can make the defense better, hell yeah, I'm all for it. I mean, I'd go for another offensive lineman. Yeah, you got to you got to have somebody to protect Tua. Right. Well, I mean, but see, and that's the case. If we, if, see, and that's the thing that that kind of goes back to the third pick. Would we want? I mean, because if if Panay Sewell is still available at the number three position, I mean, we'd be hard pressed not to take it. You know, I know they said Waddle or not Waddle. Um, sorry, not Waddle. Who was the uh, who was the wide, the wide receiver out of LSU? Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, yeah. Like, I mean, Jamar Chase would be nice. It'd be a nice weapon to have. But I would rather take, honestly, like, if, if Panay Sewell's available, take Panay Sewell. You know, like, get get some offensive line help. But I think that, I mean, because, I mean, because we got three and we got 18. So we'll mm-hmm. see exactly where that goes. I mean, we could pick up a playmaker later in the draft, you know. Well, draft here's the team. thing. Uh, I mean, this offseason, um, there's – better chances of just getting a free agent from that uh, four wide receiver uh alan robinson from chicago um if he can walking it's oh sammy Watkins is gonna be available yeah. uh sammy Watkins, Corey davis from tennessee uh yeah they're all free agents i mean unless their teams re-sign them i got um, i got a feeling tennessee's gonna re-sign Corey davis Oh, they will. They just yeah. they open those caskets. I don't um, see Allen Robinson going back to Chicago. Um, Antonio Brown is going to be available. Yeah. But then again, that's if, you know, it, I, th- I don't know about Antonio Brown. I don't know if he'll even want to entertain uh, him into Miami. Uh, the king of TikTok, Juju Smith, Schuster. 
I don't know. I, got, I think he'll. I think he'll probably sign with. He'll probably re-sign with Pittsburgh. Probably. Uh, Rashard Higgins from Cleveland. Right. Um. Uh, let's see. There's also Chris Godwin. He's definitely going to re-sign. Um. Let me I see. think Tampa Bay tries to stay, uh, especially if they win the Super Bowl this year. I think they try to stick with that same team going in to next season but do you think yeah. but if it but if tampa bay does win the super bowl do you think tom brady will stick around or will he say hey i got seven i'm out <laughs> you know i mean he signed a two-year deal yeah yeah um one yeah. last hurrah i mean larry fitzgerald he'll retire but he's also a free agent yeah yeah larry, i think larry fitzgerald's done after this season anyway 38 years old yeah He's just uh, 44. He's younger than Gordon. And despite what Colin Cowherd says, he is a bona fide Hall of Famer. But anyway, go ahead. Yep. With the number 19 pick, Washington football team takes Florida wide receiver Kadarius Toney. That's, that's a good fit. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Uh, go to. Number 20, Chicago Bears take Oklahoma State offensive tackle Tevin Jenkins. You got to protect Nick uh, yep. Folsom Hill. Protect him yep. absolutely at all costs. Uh, 21, the Indianapolis Colts take defensive end mi- out of Michigan. Quitty pay. <laughs> I mean, that, that works for them. They, their defense, I mean, yeah. You said defensive end, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah that, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I would say, yeah, that's probably a good fit for them. Yep. Uh, number 22, Tennessee Titans take defensive end from Miami, Gregory Rousseau. That would, yeah. be, that would be good for them because they definitely need to bo- boister their defense up. Um, a run stopper. That's what their weakness is, is, which makes no sense. You practice with Derrick Henry all the time. Exactly. Like I've never understood teams that have bad rushing defense when they have like great running back. Like Carolina, they have a horrible rush defense. Y'all have to practice against Christian McCaffrey every day. <laughs> well, it, it, it's. I don't know. I think it's kind of counterproductive, though. It's like you have a, a great running back on your team, but yet your rushing defense isn't what it's supposed to be. Like kind of like what you were just saying. But at the same time, it's like you know, like is isn't that doesn't that fall more on the coaching than it does the players? No, I mean at that point, that's a that's the player skill set. I mean, you can teach a guy how to try to tackle a running back or push into the lane and stuff like that. But at that point, his strength and his ability to read, that's on him. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Like, right. I, I understand what you were trying to say, but yeah, that, like at that point, the player has to be able to understand what is about to happen. Right. With the 23rd overall pick, uh, New York Jets pick, cornerback from South Carolina, J.C. Horn. You say cornerback or quarterback? corner okay yeah um i mean they need something <laughs> they need they definitely need some help on the defense they even attempt to compete with the buffalo bills or you know i mean else. compete with anybody in that. yeah <laughs> right compete um, with the Jets for the worst <laughs> 24th overall pick pittsburgh steelers uh defensive end out of tulsa Zaven Collins. Okay. At at 
before the playoffs, I would have said yes, but now I'm saying who's your replacement for Pouncey? Exactly. Yeah, definitely, definitely boister that offensive line, get you a, a good center that's going to, you know, be there for the long haul of the next 10 to 15 years. You're like, you need to find your next Pouncey. Not only that, who's your quarterback going to be? The QB? Yeah. You think uh, we're done after this season? Dwayne Wait, Haskins? <laughs> oh, yeah, Dwayne Haskins. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, they just signed Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, I, uh, I think he. Said, who's your quarterback going to be? <laughs> I, 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 I think. I think that he probably sits this season uh, under that Ben Roethlisberger learning tree. That might be done. Uh, I think he's got one year left on his deal, though. Yeah, but his body this year got hurt a lot. Now, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless they start Mason Rudolph. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Ducky or uh, Mason are going to be on the team this year. And then that's they should have Dobbs too. You know, would be, you know what would be a weird, twisted sense of ir- irony? If uh, Mason Rudolph gets cut from the Pittsburgh Steelers and he ends up signing with the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Not that it would ever happen, but it would just be like, you walk in, you, you imagine Mason walking in that locker room and he's nose and nose with Miles Garrett and he like, hey man, you know, man, you know, we on the same team now. Just let bygones be bygones. <laughs> I mean, they already squashed the beef this season. Did they? Yeah. 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 Cool. Talked about it during that game. <laughs> You don't pay attention to anything we say. <laughs> Bro, that's the rock got him bent. I know. Uh, that's what happens when you mix the Ciroc uh, coconut water and uh, some diet drinks together. Well, I can't have regular soda. What the fuck? <laughs> so you had Ciroc to <laughs> With the 25th overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars take defensive tackle from Alabama, Christian Barmore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> With the 26th overall pick from uh, UCF defensive back Aaron Robinson going to the Cleveland Browns. They definitely need some help on the defense, too. So, yeah, I would say, yeah. I mean, we say that, but the way they crushed the Steelers, looks like their defense was good. Right. But they do need a, a better pass rusher. All right. With the 27th overall pick, the Baltimore Ravens taking LSU wide receiver Terrence Marshall Jr. Anything that they can do to make Lamar Jackson's day easier. You know, I mean, because they teach him how to pass. Yeah, I mean, you can make it easier, but he's still got to be able to pass the ball. So why, okay, so why, okay, kind of like what we talked about earlier in the episode, like why isn't Lamar Jackson getting shit for his inability to make the throws when it matters the most, but we still shit on other, you know, quarterbacks for not doing the same or whatever, you know. You shit on Lamar Jackson all season for not being able to do that. That's why they said if he can stop the run, you pretty much beat the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, you look at it this way, Hollywood Brown was the only receiver on the Ravens squad to catch 35 passes. Right. The only receiver on that whole team to catch 35 passes. That's a problem. Yeah. 
So, uh, with the 28th overall pick, the New Orleans Saints take safety out of TCU, Trayvon Morig. Um, do they need defensive help or do they need offensive help? Do they need to have better offensive line protection for whoever the new starting quarterback is going to be if we if the rumors are true that Drew Brees is done after this season? I mean, they do need better defensive help, but I was thinking more linebacker. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what they need. No, I mean, I mean think that they're uh, – their free agents coming up in New Orleans, Marcus Williams, Trey Hendrickson, Jameis Winston, Jared Cook, Sheldon Rankins, and PJ Williams. Oh, Jared uh, Cook. Drew Brees dilemma. Um, and then they gotta have somebody to succeed Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah. Is he retiring or is he just done with I the team? He's thirty three, so I mean he may have a year left in him. Yeah. You think he'll maybe... <sighs> yeah, because Malcolm Jenkins has been around for a while. Yeah. I mean, he's 33, so he's been playing at least, what, let me think, 12 years now? 10, 12, something like that. Right. Um. All right, and then the last two picks uh, that we know... Uh, 29 Green Bay Packers pick up the cornerback from Georgia, Tyson Campbell. That they definitely need that kind of help. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. They don't need receivers besides Devontae Adams. So I don't know if maybe if they get a good dynamic receiver to play on the offside of him, it might draw a little bit more of attention if they can, you know, if they can, you know. Make his make some scheme to where, like, because most of the time Devontae Adams is going to end up being doubled anyway, you know, provided that, you know, I mean, a, a, a dynamic wide receiver on the opposite side of him could open up some, you know, big kind of like the way it was in, in Pittsburgh whenever um, Antonio Brown was there and then Juju came along and not people were paying so much attention to Brown that they just completely forgot about Juju. And then he ended up having an amazing season. I mean, that that the same thing could possibly happen. I mean, that sounds like the Steelers, though, because, I mean, everybody was looking at Juju this year, and then Chase Claypool comes out of nowhere. Exactly. You know, Juju got, Juju got all those looks because Antonio Brown was being double-teamed. Right. Uh, so, I mean, and then this season, Juju was kind of double-teamed. <laughs> And that's how Claypool came out. I mean, so yeah. And Claypool talking all that shit. <laughs> him and, him and uh, Juju was talking shit. So, uh, and then uh, with the, act like they won. That's them. <laughs> yep. And then with the thirtieth overall pick, the Buffalo Bills take running back from Alabama, Najee that Harris. That I, I get it. I mean, they have Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. Neither one really did anything, but they also played. They didn't have a consistent number one and a consistent number two on that team. Exactly. I mean, it's it's not a bad pick. 
I mean, it's not a bad pick at all, but I just think they're but, not given the a chance right now. But at that point in the draft, though, is Harris the best best player on the board, or are is there a player that would fit your defensive scheme better? You know, maybe a defensive lineman or maybe a safety or something like that. Some somebody that you can you know plug in, you know, to make that extra play or whatever. Not to say that they're you know Buffalo doesn't need a running game. You know, I mean, they. I mean, Najee Harris would definitely improve the running game. Um, yeah, I definitely need defensive help. Exactly. So, I mean, I, honestly, I'd rather go with a lineman or 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 safety. To be honest with you, um, their biggest issue is definitely defensive backs. So, like, a, a safety would be um, would probably be the best thing because they can get and be on the deep end. But I mean, if you have a corner that's able to blanket somebody, I mean, you won't have to worry about that either. Right. Right. Right, but I mean, I mean, we don't get paid those big bucks, <laughs> <laughs> right? No, we don't. We don't, we don't get paid the Mel Kiper money or the Todd McShay money. I mean, we we technically we are technically analysts. We can get paid that kind of money. You just, you just need to make that big old famous break out of nowhere, <laughs> right? right. Uh, and then I guess for shits and giggles, Mel Kiper has Tampa Bay picking at thirty-one. Uh, taking uh, defensive end from Washington, Joe Tyron, and then the the Chiefs picking at thirty two, saying that they're gonna win the Super Bowl and take defensive end from Georgia, Aziz Ojulari. Um, I mean Kansas City's always needed defensive help. I mean, there's not really. I mean. We could look at it from that standpoint, but, you know, both of these teams are just, you know, they're so good offensively that you would think, okay, they would have to have help defensively, you know, but both of those teams defensively would be, you know, let's pick somebody defense. Maybe, you know, an offensive weapon. I mean, I'm assuming because of Gronk, I'm going to assume if after the Super Bowl, Gronk may, Gronk may call it a career if whether they win or they lose this he already called it a career once. Right. So who knows? He may call it a career again. Who knows? Um, Nothing. But I don't know. Um Yeah, it's it's hard to say. Um we also don't know like all the free agencies that are coming up or anything like that, so it's harder for right. us to really play on that one. I mean, we can go through and look up every one, but I mean Oh, we definitely are. When whenever we uh, whenever we do the Super Bowl wrap up show, and we talk about the Super Bowl and everything, and then we'll definitely get into free agency after that fact and things of that nature. Um, you know, it's especially once we start doing um, something about sports after the season, and then then we can pine, and then we can, you know, talk all free agency. You know, which is always a fun time. Because it's, it like it's almost like a it's a it's a weird guessing game. It's like will they, won't they? You can make the what if scenarios up and everything like that. And it's just fun, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget check out MovementRadio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things movement radio. Absolutely. Uh, Roger, anything you want to uh, talk about the Patreon page? Um, I mean, we recorded our second episode 
of battle topics which was the uh top 10 quote-unquote top 10 um certified diamond hip-hop albums um you need to listen to the episode of why we say well why i said quote-unquote um a little discussion there um that was actually a pretty fun episode i enjoyed it so absolutely um I mean, other than that, I mean, we, we're still getting some stuff there. Um, I think the next one we said we were going to do was um, No Limits versus Cash Money Records. Yes. I, I believe that's the next one on the list. Yes, that is the next one on the list. Um, and also, we just recently dropped uh, the uh, evening with Alex uh, A.C. Hutchison. Um Make sure you guys go check that out. Really funny stand-up comedian from the Chattanooga area. Go check that out. Also, today, um, very somber day for all fans of the NBA, especially if you're a fan of the Los Angeles Lakers. Today marks one year since the death of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gigi, and seven other people who died in a helicopter crash uh, a year ago today in Calabasas, California. Um, We actually, I actually did post the... uh, the actual podcast that we that me and Chip recorded over a year ago, um, it, it, it's crazy that it's already been a year since the death of Kobe Bryant, and it still doesn't feel real to me. You know, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I mean, how do you? I mean, it's it's been a, it's been a year since we've uh, since his passing. Do, are you guys still kind of reeling from it? Or is it still something that you've gotten over, or is it more like, damn, it it, it don't seem real that he's not with us anymore. Yeah, to me it doesn't seem like I keep forgetting like not like not forgetting like in a bad way saying oh you know oh yeah he did like nothing like that like I just I mean we grew up in the Kobe era like we don't like it's not it's just weird to not to think that he's not here he just retired like you know I expect to see him on TV every now and then you know doing some kind of like talk uh, about you know this team that team like every now and then just bring him in as a guest for something like i was yeah. expecting him to be on uh nba live uh sit in front row with the lakers games yeah like, just like something like it does it does seem weird to me to like yeah that like he's not here like i it's, it's so hard and that's coming from a celtics fan like i hate kobe <laughs> like I, like <laughs> damn like like sports wise like i that man was like he's one of the best to ever play the game. Like I will never take that away from him. Um, but you know, I, I I couldn't like him when he was on the court. You know, that, that right. Uh, like, the, like that man, he uh, he's one of the greatest to ever play it. Like it's it's just weird for him to not like. It's just weird to think that he's not here still. Like it's been a year, and I'm still like every now and then I expect to see something about Kobe. Like oh he did this like out there or like like I'm not dang nope. He ain't here. Like I'm not gonna be able to see nothing like that. Yeah. What about you, Chip? You still feeling the same way that you felt a year ago I, when we had this conversation? I, I, I'm kind of like Roger. Like I, I'm waiting on, I'm waiting on dude to just like pop up out of nowhere and be like, uh, so you know, uh, I think LeBron sucks and he's <laughs> killing the Lakers or something. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, rest in peace, Kobe, rest in peace, Gigi, um, you know, and everybody else affected by the tragedy, you know, and all the family, our thought, your, our thoughts and prayers as always. Um, <clears throat> but we did, um, post the, um, the episode Mamba out, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Um, that episode is available 
uh, in the archives of uh, movementradio.us if anybody wants to go check it out if you want to leave a review on it uh, we also posted it to the movement radio fan page uh, on uh, Facebook if you want to go check it out um, yeah so we got everything going on we got our teams for the AFC and the NFC set Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs will do battle at the Super Bowl and it's going to be we hope that it's going to be an exciting game um, but thank you guys so much. This upcoming Monday, we are going to be dropping the hauntings of Nevada. And we hope that you guys enjoyed that episode. And, um, you know what? Looking forward to a couple of, uh, pretty cool. Still check out the Patreon page. What Roger said, check out the Patreon page for another episode of battle topics. Episode two. Um, we're going to be, you know, like what chip said, we're going to be filming episode three later on this week. And, uh, should be fun. So again, thank you guys for tuning into this episode of Are You Ready for Some Football here on Movement Radio? And we will look forward to seeing you guys next week when we will actually have elongated discussions on the Super Bowl. And it should be a fun time. So, Chip, let's hit him with the outro. With that being said, please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go to YouTube, subscribe, and click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams. Roger Sierra. And this is Movement Radio. We out.